city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 54. So, when last we left our heroes, you had uh, all is well and peaceful in Corvosa. Zalara Zendane called you in to say all is not well and peaceful in Corvosa. Damn it, Zalara. The spirits stir. And she gave you a reading, which I wrote down for you in a fashion that is hopefully useful to you to speculate and witter upon. Um, and what you were left with at the end was she told you that you would face deadly traps and hidden clues and threats that may not be what they appear at first. But she didn't give you anything to actually go on, and she was slightly confused as well that her reading hadn't produced a more direct course of action. So she said, something will come. And the next day, Jack got not one but two copies of the same letter from Vincarlo Orsini, saying that matters are afoot. And you had gone through and drawn a bunch of conclusions from that, and we had then finished out analysing that letter, mm-hmm. and that was the end of the last session. Yes. yes. Yeah. So thrills, chills, Cthulhu-esque clues. <laughs> All right. Question. Yes. Does Sabrina have ever talked about her father and how much? Because um, I vaguely remember, but does she know her father very uh, well? Or does Lucy know they? The impression. Uh, it's, it's a good question. Um, she has never had anything remotely resembling a frank discussion with you okay. about your father. Yes. Uh, her, her father, father right? excuse me. Um, can you give me a perception check? <laughs> to see if you have seen a thing. Okay, I rolled one. <laughs> no, I will see at least she's restricted by her her Somewhere in the previous 50 episodes, uh, more now, 54 something episodes, there was something on screen that very briefly indicated who um, Sabrina's, what what the deal with Sabrina's father might be, but it was literally blink if you miss it stuff, blink if you miss it stuff, and Lucy missed it entirely. Uh, Which is typical. So what you know (coughs) is that... um, she grew up on the streets. Yeah. She's openly told you that much. Yeah. Um, her father didn't want her. Is the yeah. story that she is aware of that her um, that Vincarlo and Crisidia are aware of. So that seems to be the consistent story. Right. She has never told you who he is or any further background right. to that. Okay. Um, and she has not expressed to you any anger that her father didn't want her. Although it's really, really obvious. Yeah. But she's yeah. never talked about her feelings in any meaningful capacity. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, not talking about it makes the relationship better. You just you just 
Take what's bothering you and you just boil it and crush it down to the pit of your stomach and it'll mm-hmm. never explode and destroy everything you love. Like bottle, a man. Bottle it up. Yeah. Well, Sabrina's a very manly woman. Yeah. Yes. In all of the worst ways. Woman, uh, woman do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Very unhealthy. Okay. Yeah, but she she absolutely communicates with you like like the very stereotypical classic guy. You know, you ask about her father, and she's like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, you didn't want me better off without." Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah. Crying, not crying, perhaps. Abs flicks. Getting distracted. I think the question before us is: Do we want to check? On the artist, or do we want to? Because did the artist live oh, yes, in yeah. um, old quarters? He did indeed. Okay. What do we want to do? Well, once we cross the line to old Corvosa, the next like fi- finding his known public address is it's it's not literally something you already know, but Flora could dig that up within twenty minutes without even knowing. Okay. You know, he is a a, a middlingly famous public figure. He lives here. Yeah. I think it'd be best to go to the to the Clash of Steel. And you know what he looks like. Huh. Yeah. He looks like Picasso and um, Picasso with leprosy. It's no, no, no. It's Picasso and Dali smooshed together without Dali's moustache. Mm. Ooh. That's the, that was the source of his powers. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't really disagree. It's sort of, yeah. I have I've had days where I've looked like I've, that. I've had a lot of days where I've, yeah. I've had to look at Picasso or, or Dali and I'm like, yep, smoosh them together and take away the moustache. Yeah, so finding finding Salvatore Scream's house is not um, not compellingly difficult. He looks like he was once an average sized person, and then he yeah. got pulled through that stretching machine, Willy Wonka ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. kinda. He looks like he made a deal with Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah, and he's going mad. <laughs> That's what he. I look. I'm like, yep. I can see two. Two famous male artists pushed together, and he looks like he made a deal with Cthulhu. Uh, he lives in the old dock, vaguely around the area that exemplary exemplary excretions is in. Can we burn it down? Because he also, you know, a lot of his paintings were sold to them to start with before he got too famous. Did you, did you say burning something down? <laughs> yeah, Lucy's going to be up with this plan. Is it like your freaking bird with entrails? So, so Lucy's we're gonna, bird? We're going to go to where his house is. It's close to where <laughs> that place is because I can never remember the two words. Exemplary. Excretions. Yeah. is a bit of word. Yeah, and then we're going to burn that down because <laughs> it is a hazard to good society. Good society. society. It stops like decent and good productivity mm-hmm. and it's just gross. So yeah. we're just describing the discretiables and yeah. stuff and how it should be burnt down. Mm-hmm. Thinking of tracking down scream. I think we should get to the clash. You want to go to the clash? Clash yeah, yeah, that's, that's, like that's what he asked for. Yeah. Whatever's happened to Scream is probably either permanent or he's safe enough. Yeah. But whatever's at Crash <coughs> is now unguarded. Yeah, it could be related to. Well, see, this is why I asked because in the letter 
he put Scream's name, like, he put the word Scream, like, four mm, times. Yeah. yeah. Meaning he wanted us to know and go there. Yeah. Um, but I want to leave it up to everyone as to what they want to do. Oh, we're if, definitely going to do both. Well, yeah, the but what they want to do first. If you want um, the GM meta information, you're welcome to request sure. it again. Yeah, meta is good. Uh, so basically, this is the intelligence-based... Um, don't want to say it's entirely mystery based because it certainly isn't remotely but um, it's the sort of mystery sort of sandboxy type adventure so you've got in, in that letter that Vencarlo gave you you've got everything the GM is going to give you at this point you've analysed all the clues that are in it with your assorted skills and passed or failed or not or whatever um, that's basically all the I guess all, all the guidance you're going to find from the GM. At this point, it's up to you to... We're all good. Ca- well, Cthulhu-wise, the mystery's drawn in conclusion. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of different places to go, some of which you probably know about yeah. already, some of which you probably don't. Mm-hmm. And you can more or less just hit this in any order. Mm-hmm. It's okay. it's entirely in your hands to wander around how okay. you please. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to do stuff that is outside of Old Corvosa, of course, you're welcome to do that as well. Yeah. But considering the quarantine, once we head into our Uncle Vosa, we're probably going to be there for a while because we don't want to be messing around and letting lots and lots of days elapse. Mm-hmm. So I think my f- the first question is how we want to get into Old Cabosa. Do we want to spend three days sitting in quarantine or do we want to sneak in? We can just go in, right? It's getting yes, out. Only yes, three yes. days getting out. We can just no, six no, days no. getting out. It's three days getting in as well. They don't want people to carry the play into old school yeah. Yeah. Um The other thing is, if we're going to be gone so long, we should probably tell people we're going to be not here for a little while. And and yes, that is lengthy, and yes, it is inconvenient, and that's part of what's causing the problem for people. Like, there's, there's no way to just, you know, go to work in the main island and then go back to Old Corvosa. Nor do you go to work for the week. What, what's been happening is a couple of people have had, like, Dad goes to work and rents a separate place on the main island to work, to live in and then send money home to Mum and the kids. Yeah. Because there's no reason money would be carrying the plague. That's just silly, right? See, this yeah. is why I wanted the Bank of Avadar to know how they, they did it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. None of that, none of which is um, relevant to what we're doing I think we need now. to get there as quickly as possible. In which case, we want to break the quarantine, which means we want to swim the river. Yeah. Okay, once we get there, I think we should go to the Clash of Steel, because that's what Vicarlo asked us to do. Yep. And I think we should sneak in, because Red Man's assassins are watching it. Yep. And then after that we can decide because we may pick up clues from there as to where we need to Do go. we want to sneak in before or after dealing with the mantises? We're going to have to fight them at some point. Yeah. Are we? I would assume so. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we could try and take the mantis assassins out. I assumed and, um, just sneaking past them was the way we wanted to handle that, but if you guys want to sneak up, yeah. If you guys want to sneak up to them and beat them up on the general principle that they're red mantis assassins, you, we can. Zalara saw Garen fighting red mantis assassins in her vision, but there's no fate but what we make for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. that's literally the GM extrapolating the likeliest cause yeah. of outcome of Garen. How Garen versus assassins goes yeah. down, it's the, and it's not a subtle game of cat and mouse. It's I hit you with my hammer. Yeah, and the thing is with with these sort of prophecies, it's like you will fight the mantises. 
when? I have no freaking idea. Sometime in the next couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. So yeah. sometime, sometime between now and we. <laughs> Look, all I know is that they're in the adventure. <laughs> we'll find some mysterious. I think, I think there will be clues as to about something about the um, assassins at the crash of steel. I think. Yeah. There was some something about well, we, we know that we know that they're watching the crash of steel. Yeah. yeah. So yes. we should probably. I think we should deal with them before, like, they see us one remnants and one of them back to report. On the other hand, if they just, if they, if we successfully sneak in, yeah. then they don't know anything about us. Yeah. If we take out that group of red mantis assassins, the others know something's happened. Yeah. Don't yeah. We, we have alerted I, them. I'm quite happy to sneak in. I'm just not sure it's going to be viable with me being clanky. Mm hmm. Have you thought of spending one of your magic items that you now have money for on boots of Elvenkind? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> she does I've thought of buying. I've thought of. I've thought of buying them for you. <laughs> <laughs> just pulled them out whenever you want to start mission. No, I just have, unless she's got something she wants for a boot slot. I just have her with no. all the time. Um. No, I. Because you're increasingly low armor check penalty. Mm. Negative one now. Yeah. That's pretty minute. <laughs> that means I'm only at a minus five, and then we have more. <laughs> but seriously, um, the thing is, if we try to sneak in and fail, then we fight Red Man. We might fight Red Mantis assassins, or we might. They might just see us and be alerted. So the best outcomes from a stealth point of view are either taking them out or successfully avoiding them. Having them spot us is less than ideal. I, I can use detect. I think I think I can sneak. Mm-hmm. I think I can sneak us past them, but of course I might be wrong. So it's unbelievable. The thing is, we're going to be moving stuff around when we're inside there. So I remember speaking as professional burglar. I'm relatively confident I can break into the Clash of Steel without people watching the place spotting us and then do things on the inside without yeah. them hearing us. That's enti- That's what my entire skill set yeah. is designed for. Because my next, Donna's next question would be, are you stealthier than a pack of ninjas? I, I well, know. if they were ninjas, it would be a different conversation. They're assassins. Yeah. It's a whole different class. Yeah. <laughs> and, and plus, if there's more than one ninja, you know the ninja rule. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Honest, honestly, the same rule applies to Red Mantis assassins. <laughs> <laughs> like, you fight one of them, it's the super elite named yeah. assassin. You, yeah. fight, you fight ten of them, they're guys. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Speak, I, I fought one solo ninja and Jed Regenton. That was awful. <laughs> I, and you guys ran into Sasha in Lost and Forgotten. She was totes a Red Mantis assassin. Yeah, okay. She because she wasn't really a Red Mantis assassin. The inverse assassin rule didn't apply. Yeah, and she yeah. wasn't that good, even though there was only one. Of them. You you had hard mode though. You had single ninja with an artifact. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's that, get, let's get there. Yep. All right. Um. So we're gonna try and break. let's start with getting onto old Pulvosa. All right. Yeah. So before we go, I think people close let close down their lives a bit. I I kind of only have a loose contract with the academy that I'm even going to show up. So mine's easy. I just yeah. kind of um, you know, I imagine when Flora's letting her parents know that she's not going to be around for a while, she lets them know that I'm not going to be yeah. around for a while. Yeah. And I just um, need to tell Z. Yeah, yeah, Lucy tells the, but you guys close down your shops and yeah. things. I, I tell my second um, 
Do you have a second? Of course, I run a business. <laughs> you, yeah, you, 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 old group. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I tell him that I may be away for a while because I've gone tricking with Rosalie. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Brunsk guard shop. Vampire come, Brunsk shut eyes and bash with shield. <laughs> Brunsk yes. learning. Yeah. Yeah. And then I imagine Silver lets Nakoda know where, that he's going to be away for a while. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be a little bit upset that he's going to be leaving him behind. Because, like, last time he went for a, a major battle, he kind of... Although, actually, that, the, 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 the witch, the sea witch wasn't the last battle. It was the battle just before the last battle. But technically, you went into Okuvosa with us for a while, with me and Flora yeah. for a while, didn't you? So this yeah. isn't actually the first time you've disappeared to go into the quarantine yeah, for a while. Yeah, but now it looks dangerous. Yeah, yeah. last time, yeah. things were pretty quiet. So, yeah. right. I, I understand why you, why you need to do this, but watch out for yourself out there, eh, Silver? Yeah, Come back, so. you get Stay safe. You too. Yeah. And Silver, you know, walks out the door, the door swings shut, and Nakoda watches it for half a minute and then come back to me. And I imagine Lucy will, you know, send Sabrina some kind of message or yeah. Sabrina or whatever. So people yeah. don't know what we're doing because yeah, we're keeping probably, that quiet, probably but they know like, that we're going I'm to be going out of the city with you. We're going to be unavailable for a while. Oh, okay. right. So you is is the is the theory you're literally not actually telling Nakoda what you're doing? Oh, um, I can't. Uh, he's not. You can. You can do anything you please. Um, the theory is we're keeping the specific details of being Carlos Zeta quiet. Yeah. Right. So he could tell him we're going into Alcovosa to investigate something. Yeah. On on a mission because we've had wiggly visions from Zolara. Yeah, that, 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 that works. Context, yeah. Sense. Yeah. What are you telling Sabrina? If any. <laughs> out of the city. Out of the city. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, that's that's Tell so you're being out of the city because we cannot <gasps> let Ignusa know. So. No, but you can tell um, her the same thing that you're going yeah. on a mission in Old Corvosa to investigate yeah. something. Hey, she she already knows all about it. She's watching Ben Carlo's shop. That's what the letter says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lucy's just gonna say that she's going to Old Corvosa without giving a reason. Oh wow. Sabrina sort of looks alright. You you want to be careful in there. All of my maidens, all of my maidens have been pulled out. It's it's the Akuna Armsman functionally running the place now, from what I understand. That's okay. If anyone comes bothering me, I'll just burn them. (laughs) (laughs) I know you can take care of yourself, but. What is it that you need out of old Corvosa that you can't get here? I don't know. It's not really my business, but it's my friend's business, so I'm going to go and help. Ugh, Silver's dragging me the bank. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> not just Silver, just... Oh, <laughs> just Silver. <laughs> 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 Damn, it's all the men. <laughs> it's technically me that's doing it. It's that healer girl, this. isn't it? She's quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Can you give me a bluff check Uh-oh. to make this sound like some sort of reassuring oh, yes. thing that she doesn't have to worry about or look into further? Okay. Oh, oh my god! god. I'm fine, everything's fine. How are you? Did you just crit fumble? Yes. 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 I'm fine. I'm serious. Yes, something's 
phone up here. Well, I'm in a place of sweating my head. Given how much trouble we got into for telling people things last time, not telling people things seemed like the right way to go. But of course it's us. So whatever we do, it's going to get us into trouble. Yeah, so, but that's 11. Does Sabrina have ranks and sense motives? No. Ross class ranks and sense motives. She's legendarily awful at sense motive, but of course this is the time she rolled well. She's got ranks in bluff, diplomacy, sense motive, orcs, etc, etc. They're just all cross class, so they're none of them stunning. She watches you for a long moment. On a dead tie, because she rolled (laughs) well as well. She says, Alright. I, I understand if, if there's something you need to do, but keep yourself safe, okay? Stay okay. away from stay away from the clash of steel. It's it's not a good place. Oh, okay. And Paolo's there. <laughs> and Lucy just shrugs. <laughs> and look out for yourself. I'll be here if you if you need need me. Can you give me a sense motive check? Oh no! Get some rank skill. No. Oh, I actually rolled above ten. Woohoo, This is the first time. Yep, she walked up block again. So yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's twelve. Oh my god! Oh. I've got no rank. So, so <laughs> Sabrina's looking rejected. Oh. Like she thinks your story is kind of bullshit. She doesn't have any yeah. inclination of how why. <laughs> Um, what she's taking away from it is that you're going, you're probably going into Old Corposa as opposed to somewhere else. You know, but you're going there for, for secret reasons. She's not drawing irrational conclusions here, like you're going off to meet your secret lover or yeah. anything so nearly so dramatic. But she's like, oh, you, you're going away for a while. Oh, okay. That's what they all do. Yeah. So yeah. You've, yeah. Got to, you've got to give her, give her some love. <laughs> yeah. Like you hear Jack's voice in your head. <laughs> Give her some love. Smooch I think you're going to stop us if you don't count the animals. <laughs> no, I think that's not in character. I'm not there. <laughs> you know, she's 32 or something. As a gnome. Yeah, and yes, I am. Emotionally yes. um, younger. Oh, I am about the same age as four. I keep all the nice head long time. It's not the years, it's the mileage. <laughs> Alright. That's our platonic relationship. But Lucy's been reluctant to go as well, so that's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's gonna... right that she can't give clear reason. Yeah. She yeah. Doesn't... But, mm-hmm. but you are gonna say that you'll miss, you'll miss yeah. her and you'll be back? Yeah. You hear Jack's voice again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell her that you'll miss her! <laughs> and that you love her! Jack needs to come on all your dates. <laughs> <laughs> She's small enough that she can fit in a backpack. <laughs> Head back, hide, hide inside the script. <laughs> you can't reduce person. Oh, it's just like I Tiny don't know jet. why I keep bumping my ropes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just those abs. They have yeah, got it's it. It's so t- distracting. <laughs> she keeps flexing every time she she sits in front of you. She's like, flex, flex. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really see Sabrina ha- having the classic six pack abs. I just see her as having that sort of completely flat stomach where if you punch it, you're going to break your hand. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, she's always wearing armor, so it's probably the muscles in the yeah. arms or something. Yeah, yeah dude, she's definitely built arms. Yeah. And plus, and, all, the fa- all the art of her shows you yeah. her, her stomach. And, and so, what she swings yeah. is a double-handed falcian. <laughs> 
carpet. Well, that's, well, that's, that's too distracting. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're heading for Old Corvosa. What's your cunning master scheme to breach the elaborate and exotic quarantine? Swim! We're going to go to a different bit of Old Corvosa that isn't anywhere near the yeah, one yeah. bridge. Yeah, so there's, there's the main bridge in, which is just needlessly complicated to get from there. Basically, all these little wooden bridges are no longer there. The big stone one still is. So anywhere down around this end is middlingly hard. Anywhere down around this end is not. Um, <coughs> there are effectively boats um, on the water that are functionally the Corvosan Coast Guard. These were Corvosan guards, but as they've um, been reduced in scope because there, there were less of them and less of them and less of them and less of them. Now it's pretty much Hell Knights and Grey Maidens running this show. Um, so there are people theoretically in the water capable of stopping you. Practically speaking, it is a different story because simply maintaining a patrol over that amount of water is incredibly difficult. So is your plan literally you just basically take, take a cart or whatever... To the to the water's edge, get out, look around, and then start swimming across. Yep. Okay. Except these two are going to take their armor off. Why? Well, I'm taking mine because it's full plate. See, I think I think Garen wants <laughs> to hard man and swim with his armor. Well, he's hard got, like, he's, he's got a minus one. So he's got minus so one. So you want to you want to take a minus? You've got four, and you want yeah. to take a minus two penalty. Yep. Yeah. Why? Because. Because why? Because the Sinterlander may be out there. <laughs> Why are you worried about that? Garen, you look at the water, you think about your own capacities, you don't think you'll have any real difficulty doing this. Okay. It's probably going to be like difficult. It is, in fact, this is basically flat, calm river water. It is not hard to swim for anyone that isn't Lucy. <laughs> hey, I have one rank in athletics. I, I ah! They are exactly the same as, um, you're going to be doing exactly as well as Garen, then. Yeah? I do have my full plate, I just have it in a backpack on my back, because I'm not okay. good So, is there anyone here that can't hit a difficulty 10 swim check, if I they take 10 not. on it? So, if you roll, oh, yeah. a, if, if I roll that, yeah. if you, no, no, if you roll a 10, what does that give you? If I roll a 10, then you get a 10. Yeah, oh. that's fine. So, taking 10 is basically, you make a right. normal effort at it. And because this is a simple task, mm. and there's no pressure opposing you, you don't have to roll for it. You do something called take Ooh. 10, where you, you take the dice, you say, right, it's absolutely a 10, I make a middling effort, and it's, okay. I swim normally. Okay. Um, if you had a minus one penalty to swim, then you can't do that, because taking 10 gives you a total of 9, which is too low. Yeah. So Lucy's mundane effort is... Not good enough to swim across a oh, river. That was so good idea getting that one right. <laughs> yep, it has brought you up to being capable of swimming. So this is not terribly difficult to swim. Uh, whose master plan was swimming? Jack, can you give me a luck check to see if there are any boats that are in any position to see you? Well, they always roll those super well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for example. 
It's a hell night vault. Is that a one? Yeah. <laughs> one. I cool. am prepared to re-roll it. <laughs> uh, you cannot. Ah. It is, as a luck check, it is not something that you possess any control over. It is no effort that your character is making. Mm-hmm. It is just a pure blind determinator. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Well, the point of those is for the people at the other end of the table. Get to you guys are swimming across the water. Um, it, this is not hard to swim. You are all competent, strong adventurers at this point of 7th level. You can swim a, you can swim a river, you can all do freestyle or breaststroke or backstyle or whatever the heck it is that you desire to. Backstyle? Backstroke. <laughs> backstyle is the Corvosin method. It's yeah. a special halfling technique when your arms are too short and stubby to backstroke properly. Oh. And, and your you head have, weighs 30 pounds. And you have someone there to help you along. <laughs> a kickboard! Little yeah. silver and his rainbow colored kickboard. I have no kickboard. I have a, I have a programmatic map letter. You hard man at flexing in the sun. Well, in all fairness, he has the best at that. He, yeah. has, he has the best at that in the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the actual swimming is not very hard for anyone here. What it is, however, is this is a middlingly long swim. <clears throat> you are looking at swimming for a good 45 minutes or so here. What everyone needs to do now is give me a difficulty 20 swim check to see how well you are coping with the fatigue and things, athletics check. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone who has endurance Yippee. adds four to this. Nice. Oh, and then some tracks too, because something at the side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I didn't make it. No. No. Mm-hmm. I got 15. This dice is going back in the box. 23! You need to learn how to roll above a 10. <laughs> Alright, so Garam commands it everyone else's time. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I got 7. <laughs> I got 15. I got 12. Okay, Flora, can you take 5 points of damage? As no, you it's not lethal. It, it is not lethal. As you are pan- although if you go under then you start drowning because you're in the middle of the you're in the middle of the ocean at this point. Yeah. So you are panting and breathing hard, you know, forty five minutes is a hell of a swim. Mm-hmm. Uh Jack, your light gnomish body bobs naturally with your enormous nose, take one. <laughs> My nose kept you afloat. I have a regular sized nose, thank Silver, you. Silver, you're too pretty to die, take two. Oh. <laughs> Lucy, you are slightly less pretty and thus more likely to die than Silver, because that's how the demographics skew. Take three. Oh, shit. She's got higher charisma than me. I know, but we, we have Flora to appeal to the male audience, whereas, you know, for the ladies, the only other choice is Garen, so... Okay, some guys... Gotta keep me around. Some ladies like beers. That, uh, yeah. No woman is going to date a guy with a beard. <laughs> What woman could love someone that's, you know, squat and has a hairy face? <laughs> I'm getting death glared. <laughs> My lovely lady wife. It's a special class feature. Ladies love talks. <laughs> Everyone knows that they're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to reference a freaking hobbit out on dwarves or something. It's the extra constitution. (laughs) You know what they say about a dwarf and his hammer? Oh my gosh. Once I get started on that anvil, I can go all the way. Wow. Okay, okay. Until until the metal's hot and you're ready to strike the iron, as it were. You're just going to have to wait for it to major out. This is why we don't do this. Then there's that moment. When you've got that blade and she's red hot fire, 
and then you quench it in the tank, and there's that pure satisfaction. You are now the new Meredith. Congra- congratulations. <laughs> Is that a good thing? No. References to other campaigns in which oh. I the GM waylaid the players with erotic fanfic yes. to abuse myself. Because the DM used to take players out of the room out of the room for a good 10-15 minutes at a time. And because Jared liked torturing people, it would start out as erotic fanfic. Look. Was it just one, like, the whole time, or did you... No, 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 it jumped between characters and... Oh, okay. I was especially part of the werewolf one. Yeah, yeah, several of the characters were related, though, so, (laughs) you know. Anyway, <laughs> we were all, about ten minutes ago, we were all playing. <laughs> oh, we were all playing. Five minutes ago, so, we were drowning. <laughs> you are swimming, and then, uh, everybody give me a perception check. If nobody in the party hits a ten, you're going to have a horrible day. If anybody in the party hits a ten, I'll give you the information immediately. Fifteen. Cool. Eleven. We don't need to all tell them. Um, Only one of us needs so, to hit a ten. I wanted to triumph over, over getting more than oh, Lucy, as you, are, as you are starting to breathe and sort of sink and you've got yeah. to bob yourself back to the surface and yeah. things, um, you see up ahead, maybe ten minutes swim away from the shoreline, uh, there are two boats um, that are sort of pulled in, in, in the water that are pulled in next to each yeah. other. One is full of hell knights and the other one is full of grey maidens. Um, and they are having a conversation. It looks like they're having a conversation with each other and handing paperwork to each other. You'd guess they're coordinating some sort of schedule of who's looked where and what's happening where, etc., etc. This your, is why I shouldn't make plushies. Your luck has been so poor that not only have you hit a patrol, you have hit two mm. patrols simultaneously. Wow. Jesus. Okay. I, I relay the information. Yeah, so we want to, we want to either <laughs> hide until they're gone, or swim round them. Sure. We want to evade them in some manner. Sure. Um, where you are, because you have hit a 20 and seen them far enough away, you can simply literally wait in the water and just float right here. Uh, you'll, I'll still require a stealth check against their perception, but it will be an easier one because you're not trying to pick yeah. your way around them. You're just you're doing the thing where if their boat turns this way, you're all ducking underwater and holding your breath kind yep. of thing. Um, yeah. that, that is the easier route, but involves more swimming checks. Um, oh. the okay. harder route that involves no swim, no more swimming checks, but stealthing checks, involves swimming around them, trying to get around the back end of the boat and to the shore. Because you can't really practically swim an hour that away and then towards shore. Given we can recover on land, I'm inclined to go for the easier one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Swim, the swim base checks? Swim base checks. Okay, yeah. everybody give me another DC 20 swim check. Nope. Oh, I, nope. Made it. I made the swim. Nope. You might have to I can't me. roll over a 10. <laughs> I just I'm wondering if I get rid of the rainbow dice and get and thank, dice. thank goodness you have got somebody, you've got everyone's capable of taking 10, because otherwise you have a real problem here. Go I, pa- I passed Jack it. passed it, everyone else failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, Flora, under you go again for another three. Garen, you take five. <laughs> Silver, you take five. Oh. And Lucy, you take another three. So you're exactly as buoyant as you were. And so what is happening here is you are literally treading water as you watch this 
You're like, how long? How long can they meet for? Another half an hour goes by <laughs> as they swap paperwork. Like, I hope the weather's good. <laughs> the the impression you're taking away because this is pretty basic sense motive stuff for someone like Silver, so I won't bother mm. a, a demanding a roll unless you want to be awesome. In which case, you can roll the dice. Um, do, I, do you guys want me to be awesome? I think we'll yep. move along. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. You want me to roll? Yeah, go for it. Come on, roll bigger than a ten, please. No, I don't. Uh huh. Okay, so you imagine, Silver, that this is not the most stimulating job you could have. They they're in boats. They literally probably they're, they're pro- presumably patrolling a certain sector. They probably sail half an hour up the river and then back again, or maybe an hour up the river and then back again. The other guys go the other way. This must be stultifyingly boring. It's not that hard to swim across here for you guys. For Bob Commoner, it's there's a very real possibility that he could die doing this, so it's, mm. it's less exciting for them. For anyone who's a good swimmer, they could get across, but you'd guess that they don't find a lot of people breaching the quarantine this way, and that... Um, Unless you've got pressing business, you can get into local boats or any time you want by waiting yeah. three days, which makes the perilous route less appealing. Frankly, they're bored off their chuff, so what they're doing here is some sort of swapping schedules and information. But they're just, like, stopping and having a conversation, having a yarn, effectively having a cup of tea, because yeah. they've got nothing better to do. They don't feel it's um, exactly important that they get on with their job, and it's not like their commander is going to show up um, any time <laughs> immediately in the middle of the river. Yeah. And it's not like their commander's girlfriend is going to be bombing out in the water <laughs> just over there, ready to report on their boat number and all this sort of thing. So they're, they're just sort of chilling, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're about done, but this is take like this is taking yeah. half an hour. You're just going to take another fifteen minutes or so, and then they're going to break up and leave. And you guys are just glug, glug, <coughs> coughing out water from your lungs as you bob up and down, mm. and then the two boats start separating. And Jack, at this point, I will call for a stealth check as the boat begins to drift vaguely in your direction, and people start hell lights start opening their eyes and looking around. Okay. um... You can yeah. cover the party. You are taking the worst armor check penalty here. Yeah, but because it's only Gar and that's only it's a minus five for the size thing, so that's um, sixteen. Cool. Okay, so that's not stunning. Fortuitously, you are still in the water, so you guys are making as very little motion as you can. You're treading water with your feet. You're basically just floating there. As you are evading them, basically by a single point, that oh. um, what happens is the boat turns towards you and starts heading in your direction. And Jack, what you're trying to work out here is obviously everyone's going to have to duck under the water, and the boat's going to go over your head, and you're going to have to come up again. You're trying to work out the timing. Too soon, there's going to be a string of desperate bubbles for them to see. Too late, and they're going to see heads going under. So. You get the timing, and what happens is everybody... Jack, Jack indicates, you know, flick, flick, flick with the fingers, down, down, down. Everybody goes, <gasps> and ducks, and endeavors to take the best breath they can and stay down and all that sort of thing. And can everybody now <coughs> give me a constitution check? <laughs> uh, Garen, you may add your endurance bonus to this. Uh, single worth or double? Yeah, which is double worth, so eight. Oh my gosh, why am I rolling so bad? Thirty-one. 34. <sighs> 18. 33. <laughs> 17. I rolled 8. I rolled 
20. <laughs> I rolled a 2. <laughs> so 17 four. and 18, I think, are the relevant numbers. The rest of us, I suspect, are okay. Sorry, I hit 4. Oh, sorry. What, what was your... No, I rolled a 4, and it's... it's um The, the full number is, tw- is 18. 18. Okay. 18 and 17. 17. Okay. So, Garen, Jack, and Lucy, you all get a good breath before you go... <gasps> duck under and watch the shadow of the boat moving across. You you literally can't come up at this stage because the wooden hull of the boat is above your head. There's no place for you to go up to. And Silver and Flora are also both holding their breath underwater and starting to go you know, holding hands over their mouth and that sort of thing to stop the stream of bubbles. And the boat moves off eventually and Silver and Flora come up Flora takes another four non-lethal. <laughs> and Silver takes another seven non-lethal. Damn. We might be resting once we make it into And then the boat full of Hell Knights goes over your head and across the river the other way, and the boat full of Grey Maidens heads off that way without encountering you any further. At which point you may resume your successful swim. This is covered by your original swim check. And you pull yourself up on the shores of Old Corvosa. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just turn off the oven's contribution. Seriously, this thing was sponsored by some kind of egg board. <laughs> we thought it was possessed by Pikachu. Seriously, every single every second word is about how great eggs eggs specifically are. Oh. It's, there's four different kinds of food, but only the eggs get the eggs taste amazing top of anything. Well, we we think it was hacked by Nintendo because the last one was Pika Pika Pika. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's telling you about putting eggs on top of your pizza, and I don't know who does that. Who puts an egg on top of cupcake? What's well, wrong with these people? Yeah, that's just uh, bad. There's, there's something that should never happen. Yeah. So I'm thinking we skulk into an alley yeah. and then just hide in the alley, letting our clothes dry and our lungs refill with precious oxygen. Yeah. Uh, as a paladin, I have a class penalty for skulking. As <laughs> <laughs> a good line cleric, I also have a class penalty for skulking. <laughs> I have no problem with skulking. <laughs> Well, of course not. You're a sorceress. I'm hoping I counteract even being having to hide with the two of you. <laughs> Man, it must be really hard for a rogue to have to, you know, take this paladin on a stealth mission. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. On the other hand, oddly enough, every so often we run into a huge horde of evil girls, and it turns out that's my yeah. order. And I think we all know why we bring the cleric here. If she is loud and clear. At least, at least we haven't got an L rogue card. Okay, true. So... You, you guys. I appreciate it. You guys heal up seven hit points of non-lethal per hour. Yeah. So how long do you want to spend doing this? I've got fifteen. I, I think having two hours rest is not unreasonable. We just saved three days on our expedition, yeah. having a couple of hours. And you know, it's really if you don't want to look like you broke a quarantine, there's something to be said for waiting until your clothes dry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other option is I can spend a point of healing hands on each of you and just bring you back to full. I don't think it works like no, that. No. no. Doesn't it no. magic healing heal non-lethal damage? It does heal non-lethal damage, yeah. but, but at the same rate, heal at all. It, 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 it heals at the same rate as lethal damage. We just recover from it faster. But two hours would get me back to full. Yeah. 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 It would get me back to uh, minus one. Yep. So yeah, we spend, that's, we that's spend two hours resting. Yeah. Uh, any sort of cure spell merely heals the amount it would of non-lethal okay. damage. 
Okay. Because so otherwise you run into the problem of I try and knock you out with this sap, and you cast one point of cure minor wounds, and I'm fine again. I have 200 hit points again. <laughs> so we um, we probably find at that point somewhere comfy, which I suspect, given we also want to skulk, I'll actually scout us out a nice rooftop or something, and we can go hide out there and mm-hmm. rest a bit. And then once we are once we are dry, rested, and um, slightly less drowned, (laughs) we want to skulk. Um, So, did we reach a consensus on skulking? Oh no, sorry. Wind back in time for a moment. Mm -hmm. Yep, my apologies. You climb up on the shore. Yeah. Um, Several of you are reasonably tired and exhausted. You are all soaking wet. Yeah. You basically crawl across the little beach that's here. There are still a lot of little piers along here, of little chunks of wooden bridge that are still left that have been burned out. And you climb up one of them, pull across, so you're aiming for a rooftop somewhere. Yeah. Pull across into an alley, find a convenient um, wall to Spider-Man up, climb up to the top, haul yourselves, others up on ropes, that sort of thing. And you basically lie on the roof in the nice spring sun. It's actually pretty good for it. Not too hot, not too cold. Lie around, rest, recover... It's all going fine until... Yep, okay, so... About an hour into your two hours of rest. Okay, so put back... Have, you've, recovered an hour, you've recovered an hour... You've gone down seven points from your lethal. And so. there's actually a reasonably nice smell in the air here. You'd guess you're around a bakery somewhere. Okay, it smells a bit like fresh bread and cakes. I'm fine. And then what you hear from over there down below you... You hear, you hear. Ah, there you are. And you guys uh, look I, around I, I, I and, and I see nobody in particular. The queen sent you, hasn't she? Garrett looks up. <laughs> There's no one on the roof with you. This voice is coming from below you. Yeah, I look. I look over the side of the roof. Uh, you see an older guy, maybe in his sixties or so. Um, he is wearing literally a long grey nighty. And slippers and a woolen hat with the with the fluffy piece on the end of it, and he is standing on his balcony, uh, addressing the crowd, as it were. Who and by that I mean the bunch of people who are going about their business, by and large ignoring him and periodically looking up, as he points at them and says, "You, you were sent by the queen, weren't you?" <laughs> so he's not talking to us. No, sweet. He is ranting to the crowd. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to look over. I'm going to peer over the rooftop cautiously and listen to what he's got to say. But yeah. cool, you listen to him rant for the next hour uh. <laughs> as he stands there. Uh. As you guys recover up here, as he stands Yay. there and goes uh. on. Somebody must have been sent by the queen because it's time for these bridges to be repaired. It's time for someone to tell us how long the quarantine will persist. We're not here just to listen to the three-headed chimera. No, the snake himself has told me it's going to go on forever unless we assassinate the queen. Well, obviously I'm not going to assassinate you. You're the one that's going to assassinate the queen, aren't you? Guy in the street looks at me. Shut up, you crazy old man. You hear as he walks past. Now, now you must understand. He said, the quarantine can't go on forever or we'll all die up here and my skeleton will be left standing talking out over the balcony to all your skeletons and that's not going to help any of us, is it? No, no, you, sir, you have the look of a queen's man about you. You were sent by the queen. Why don't you come on up to my balcony and I will tell you how you were going to fix these bridges. I'll tell you how you're going to fix them with good old-fashioned gumption. You're going to fix them with gumption, gumption, and just a tiny speckle of wood to glue the gumption together. Now... 
My name is Olivier Bendemir, and I suggest that you get about that bridge as fast as possible. As fast as possible, I said, young man. Now, you look at me like I'm mad. I'm not mad. I'm if I was mad, I'd be character. in the hospital. <laughs> I'm not in the hospital, am I? No, because I don't have the blood veil. You look like you have the blood veil, and you're the one who's keeping the quarantine up, and you're who's keeping here. You, that little girl with the lollipop, don't look at me like that. That lollipop is infected with blood veil, and you know oh, yeah, it. I think we get the general idea. <laughs> he continues. He sounds like in a this game vein. show. He sounds yeah. like a game show host. Endlessly. <laughs> Alright, at oh, some point sorry. about um, it's five he, or ten minutes in, we're going to find a different route off shop that's he, further away. He actually has a few, you know, logical points about what probably should happen to help old Corvosa, which is kind of let down by the fact that he's in his night clothes and giggling maniacally every 20, every 20 seconds or so. Okay, we find another rooftop further away. Cool. He shuts up. In the background, you can just hear this dim little... Before we leave, can I see what species he is? He is a human being. Okay. So would get, you would deal him extra damage. <laughs> my, my rapier is human based. I'm, I'm not saying I would stab him. No, I'm just I'm saying I'm, if I did, it would be very effective. I, I was just checking because I think um, Neolandis was a gnome, and I just thought... That the, 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 the Seneschal's a gnome? Yeah. Right, okay, that's what... I think... Is that right? Uh, I thought he was a human. Pretty sure he was a human being. Yeah. Uh, that could be wrong. Time to check. Because we would known. Yeah, yeah, obviously known. Um, obviously. Hmm. Just check your embassies that the PCs think I, are dead, but that actually aren't Paige. But he just seems like the kind of person that would be perfect for... Without showing it off to us. Gantrum Lab isn't dead! <laughs> He's ultra mega Of course Gantrum Lab Gantrum is dead. Land. Why would that stop him participating in the campaign? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be dead if you want to take Littles and Banshee. <laughs> <laughs> no, not any more Banshees. No, no, Neil Anders, like pretty much everyone in power in the city, is a human being. Yeah, except Chalaxian. Yes, the one known. Chalaxian. Chalaxian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's human, Chalaxian, he's not actually a high noble. Yep. Okay, so that's all good. Technically, ten import, um, employing Tannis as Santa Shell is progressive, given that he's a half elf. Oh, wow. Yeah, it kind yeah. of is. He's married to a Chalaxian, though. <laughs> yeah. But that still, counts, that still counts as progress. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Albeit it's probably like a bit like having Maggie Thatcher as PM as you know, sitting yeah. back the yeah, cause the, of all the, the, the general descriptor of Neolandis is that he he's almost almost bordering on colourless. Like he he did his job quietly, well, really efficiently, manipulate um, mm-hmm. swam the waters of the politics without sinking, kept everyone more or less happy, and was doing a reasonably damn good job up until he was horribly murdered. <laughs> Or was he? Mm-hmm. Supposedly murdered. Supposedly murdered. <laughs> Alright, so once again, we heal up. Yeah. Sorry guys, I thought that was going to be more dramatic than it was. You, it can, might have been. you can recover back yep. up to your yep. actual recovery stats. Okay, so I'm back to one non-lethal. Yep. That's the word they use in the Yep. Alright, and then we are coming to the decision about whether we are sneaking into the Clash of Steel. 
or clashing into the Clash of Steel. Or going and beating up some assassins uh, on a nearby rooftop. You do know there's a bounty on those assassins, I right? I think we should sneak in. <laughs> there, is an ass- and, there is a bounty on them. And I think we should try and make as little noise as possible while doing it. It doesn't mean we'll succeed, but we should at least try. Because we don't know why they're there, and we don't know who's paid them to be there. <coughs> I well, will, however, at this point, be putting on my full plate armor. Yeah. Because if we're going into a possible fight with assassins, I'm going to be wearing my armor. Garen will help you put it on because, you know, full plate is like that. Yeah. yeah. And I doubt these, this lot has any experience with, like, proper armor. Yeah, I'm sorry. It takes I, I I have like a martial level. Yeah, oh. it, take, it takes ten minutes to put on full plate. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're technically proficient, Silver, the best yeah. sort of proficient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm proficient. So. Oh yeah, I forgot you had the one fighter level. Yeah, one fighter. Yeah, that's why I'm able to use the totem spheres, that one level of fighter. Is that what Chandra had, or did he have a level of barbarian? He had barbarian. Right. Because he, he had rage. rage. Yeah. yeah. He was speedy was and great. angry. Yeah. <laughs> he was a, a barbarian rogue. Mm. He was subtle and quick to anger. And he was high constantly. <laughs> yeah. He, he was wasn't all high. that subtle. He was definitely quick to anger. He wasn't all that subtle. <laughs> <laughs> so like Harry Tristan then. Uh, yeah. Not so subtle, still quick to anger. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so, yes, we... Sneak, we so we sneak into the Clash of Steel. Oh, we try to. We try to stealthily burgle the yeah. Clash of Steel. Cool. So to begin with, I want to case the joint and you know have a look at what's going on outside and just sort of stealthily exp- oh, have oh. a poke around the I outside. Can, I can use my detect thought to determine how many people are inside the building. Yes, yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> Who is going to circle the building and poke around and um, case the joint? Um, that one I think I would like just to be me, because yeah. yeah. you guys aren't going to be all that far away. Yeah. I, I think it, it should be Jack, maybe Lucy. Um, I'm okay to take Lucy because she's yeah. good at sneaking, but she does, if I hide her, she gives me a minus four. Okay. Sorry, I can probably send it to my own hiding, yeah. which... Yeah, that sounds good. Alright, me, me and Lucy then. And yeah, it might be useful, I yeah. think. But yeah, because yeah. you might spot things I don't. Cool. So Lucy and I each make our own stealth checks to okay. case the building. Don't worry about the stealth checks just yet. <laughs> oh, that's um, The first thing I want you to do is, as you walk around and case the joint, you're doing three things simultaneously. I'll just get these. Yeah. These all occur at once, but I'll get the roles separately so I can track what's going on. One thing is, you have reason to believe that there are there are people watching this building, um, so you are looking for them with a perception check. Because you have actually um, analysed the clue correctly and surmised that they are likely to be Red Mantis assassins, you are looking for specific things. So mm-hmm. both of you give me a perception check at a plus five bonus. Nice. Ooh, yes. Unsurprisingly, if there are assassins watching the building, they are hiding instead of standing out in plain sight in the street in their glowing red, you know, bug armor. Hey, if some of them are rangers. 28. I've got 19. <laughs> okay. Neither of you see any assassins hiding around the building. Ooh. Oof. They're either really good or you. Or they're, they're really good. good. They're really good. And. Can you both give me stealth checks while you're doing this? Because I presume you're also hiding from would-be assassins. 26. 
Just because they're assassins doesn't oh, mean they God, can't they be ninja. Oh, no, good. Lucy's found. Um, nine. Lucy trips yeah. over a dress. You, I, you, you may want to re-roll that. And of yeah. course, having not seen them, you have no way of knowing if the assassins have seen you or not. So yeah. There's no um, reflexive roll. Yeah. There's basically no chance if there are assassins that they have failed to set you up. Uh, there, there is no immediate reaction to you sneaking around the building. You know, nobody puts an arrow through your throat or anything. Hmm. Should I roll that? I would prefer that you do. <laughs> You've got an extra fake fake card, like an extra hero card. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So I'll use one of my cards for Survive. They're all... Um, what do you have? doesn't matter. I guess... Um, the Brass Dwarf, Brass Dwarf, Survivor, Mountain Oh wait, it's Man. Intelligence, isn't it? What's Intelligence yeah, cards? Yeah, the book. Intelligence yeah. cards. Try Survivor. I think survive. what you're looking for here is the crows. Theft, the murder, crows. and the loss of that, which oh, is love. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Murder! So d- right. is that actually this a special one? Yes, because you guys are literally involved in breaking into this building. Oh, okay. And it's so, the card yeah, of breaking good. into steel things. Okay, cool. so I reward that. So add oh. again. Okay. Yeah. One more time. I'll drag it to rule. Yeah, because yep. it's yeah. like a, a, spe- a correct card. Roll it on the table instead of the table. Yeah. <gasps> it helps. Okay. Told you. <laughs> Slightly. 15? 15 total? Yeah. Okay, you still have no way of knowing yeah. if any assassins yeah. have seen And the, the odds are that they have, but you know, yeah. Not my, all my ancestors are not shamed. <laughs> 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 I just can't break, into, I can't break into the building can, with someone who can't make the Can I then get a larceny check? Yep. You can roll this or not. Lucy was actually a good person to bring here because Lucy, I will actually pull for an alchemy check from you for oh, reasons okay. that will become apparent once you have made it or not. Okay, poison the doorknobs. Twenty nine. Alchemy check. Oh my goodness! Uh, roll on the table. Okay. <laughs> I don't have much space. Yeah, let's make it space. Okay. Um, uh, so that's twenty-five on alchemy check. Cool. That will be sufficient. Okay, so the larceny first. You guys basically circle the building quietly, ducking in and out of alleys, having a look. Um, Jack, you can literally go up and sort of glance through the glass and see what's inside, that kind of thing. Uh, so the Clash of Steel is a reasonably big sort of warehouse, mid, mid-sized warehouse-type building. It's big enough to have effectively three or four wrestling ring-sized things in it. And then a little office for Ben Carlo, a little office of Ben Carlo's off the back, and a couple of other little side changing rooms and bits and pieces here and there. You can actually glance into several of these rooms through the window. The place is quiet and still. Nobody is in there. It doesn't look like there's anything, any signs of disturbance, active fights, that sort of thing. Um, the main doors are shut. When you stare at them long enough, you can you can and you know look through the window at the back. They are locked. Um, the security here is enough that it would be middlingly difficult to pick the lock on the door, not incredibly so. You could throw a rock through a window and get in that way if stealth wasn't an mm. issue. Um, and so you see no signs here of anything that really concerns you. There are the main front doors, which are locked and middlingly hard to get into. 
there are, there's a window which is completely unsubtle, but beyond simple. Um, and there is a back door um, which effectively heads into one of the changing rooms, um, which would be simpler because it's not the big grand entrance or entrance point. Yep. It's, pro- it's probably not significantly easier as a larceny check to pick, but it's less standing out in the streets doing it. Yeah, that's where I'll go and always need to buy the back way. Um, you also pick up that there is something amiss about this place. Because um, you have actually been in here several times before. Um, yeah, I've actually been a regular visitor for the past year yeah, or so. Yeah. At least semi-regular. Um, so I just need to pause briefly to refer to my adventure-specific notes. Ooh. It, is. it may be that the GM twiddles with the plot from time to time <laughs> in a rare and unlikely fashion. Well, I'm sure we're all stunned because none of us would ever have guessed that you might do that. Yeah. I mean, you only changed minor details, not like entire chapters. No, I, I would never. Uh, <laughs> Escape. Yeah, can do scissors. Escape from old clippers. Thank you. Also do nail clippers if you're trying to clip your nails. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was motioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's a scissor gesture. Okay. Well, the nail clipper gesture didn't, didn't read yeah, well enough. Yeah, yeah, I see the problem. Have more information whenever you're ready for it, Jack. Yep. So, you are pretty hardy at this. Um, The thing that that you notice in context of the letter that you've read is something that you've seen before in passing but have no investment in. Uh, The Clash of Steel is made of a string of wooden floorboards. Um, The... And you have that note on the letter about prying up the floorboards looking Mm. for money. Yeah. Mm. See, for he hasn't. No, he's no, saying he us to. For us to pry yeah, 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 yeah. He said that he, I think he said he was practically prying he up. He was practically pried up, he pried up practically every floorboard in the place. Yeah, despite mm-hmm. the fact that you know that he doesn't need the money. Yeah. Um, the other thing you will spot, that, that doesn't strike you as particularly amiss, that's a thing you observe. The thing yeah. you will strike as particularly amiss is that a lot of the furniture in the statuary and the mats that are over the floors and that sort of thing, you see the statues that he's got, if you remember this from previously he's got he's one got of the, Alica yeah, he's got he's, the, the oddly buccaneering Alica yeah, and he's got one of Trajan Croft in here as yeah. well um, both of them look pretty fine, but the mats in particular and the floor and the ceiling seem to have some sort of very faint red tint to them, like they have been sprinkled with some sort of dust. It vaguely yeah. puts you in mind of, you know, a, like a contact poison or something in that neighbourhood. Yeah. Lucy, mm-hmm. when you look at this, you see that red dust as well, and you go, there's that very, very faint smell in the air. What it smells like is like somebody's litter box of matches burnt it out. And that was a day ago, and the air hasn't been aired out properly. It, it doesn't smell like anything's on fire. It just smells very faintly of old right. smoke. And you go, I know what that smell is. That's dried alchemist's fire. Oh. And what it is is it's it's a generally considered a pretty useless substance. Your your, your shop probably barely bothers to sell it. 
But what it is, is that red powder that has been coated the room, this room is a tinderbox waiting to go up. If somebody wanted, it it is literally, your guess would be, and working with Jack here as you you and her share ideas, you would guess that somebody has set this building up so functionally at a moment's notice, it can be set ablaze, heavily ablaze, it's... It's equivalent to soaking it in petrol, except that it's not going right. to run out of steam or anything. All this needs is any sort of fire source. Anything anything the size of a match would light up a section, yeah. which would then light up the next section, etc., etc., etc. It's a burn room. Yeah. So, um... And this is obviously... Like, the Clash of Steel had none of this before. It yeah, yeah done, it wasn't um, trapped before. Uh, it yeah. has been done after the fact, and on a 29 larceny check, you can tell it has been done after the fact by somebody who was not compellingly familiar with the layout of the building. Van Carlo didn't do this. Yeah. I never thought he did. It doesn't sound like him. Mm. Um, so, with Lucy's knowledge of alchemy... If you, say, come across a building that has been dusted with alchemist, dried alchemist's fire that you do not wish to burn down, yep. is there any way to un-alchemist's fire it? Yes. She could, she could actually go through and functionally treat this with... It's not so much necessarily that she have to go off and craft a bunch of chemicals for hours as going in there and making a craft alchemy check. You could remove this, neutralize it with various bases, that sort right. of thing. The problem is that it would take you time to do it. It must have taken hours to coat the room. Yeah. It would take you hours to coat it again to neutralize this. Yeah. So the answer is absolutely yes. I think that's well within your ballpark to do, right. Lucy. But it's not something you could do under fire. As okay. Yeah, yeah. So if we get spotted as soon as we get in by somebody who wants to light the place up, we don't have the capacity to stop. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, it would be good Eventually. if they, it would be good to treat this. Although, admittedly, whoever did it could presumably do it again. I think I can. I think I see why they did it. Yeah, not not monstrously expensive, but you're probably looking at a couple of hundred gold worth to get this okay. job done. Somebody wanted it done. Okay. Well, if somebody wanted the building burned down, it would have been burned down. Somebody wants the option of burning it down yeah. very rapidly. Someone wants a trap. It's a trap for anyone who comes. No. no it's it's okay. to get rid of the evidence. Kill Van Carl, put him in there, set the building on fire. Oh. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then it's a good sign. Yeah. Because it means he's not necessarily dead. They don't have him. Exactly. But still, that's the darkest thing I can think of. Which, dealing with assassins, is a pretty good guess. I think at this point, I will call for another hard luck check from you, Jack. Ow. You want to use my dice? Yeah, okay. This is only for beneficial things for you. Well, that's happening. I have a critical fumble on uh, Garen's dice. Okay, you do not take an action. Yeah. You you do not take a an action that might be mildly, that might be useful to you at this particular point. That's Never fine. mind. Yep, that's fine. It will make sense. It, it may or may not make okay. sense in context. Yeah. You don't garner a small a, a benefit that you might otherwise have. Uh, oh. By luck and luck alone. So we stop, we skulk back to the group. Yep. And make plans. Yep. So I think we should, you know, break in. The back the back door looks okay. We didn't see any assassins. That could mean they aren't watching the place. I fear it means they've got some pretty good people watching the place. But I do think it suggests we're right to go with sneaking in because we we aren't going to find them. In which case, I'd rather they didn't know where to find us. If we track them down, you know, if we find some more evidence, maybe we can like find their base or something. But for right now, Lucy spotted that they've dusted the place. Explanation yeah. of dust follows. 
So I would like to undo that while we're in there. It will take longer and be a bit more risky, but I, I'd like... I'd really like the Clash of Steel not to burn down while Vincalo is away from it. Uh, one thing that you could do with this, Lucy, is you could actually treat people going in, effectively dust oh. them down with some anti-fire yeah. stuff. Yes, yeah. uh, what that would effectively do is provide you with some sort of bonus on saves, or effectively DR against this dried alchemist fire, that kind of thing. Right. But it still burns okay. everything in the house. Yeah. 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 But, um, but that's, question. that's you, you can do that, you know, in ten minutes prep time okay. in, a, in an alley kind of thing. That's what yeah. you could do. There's a callback to um, I think episode one or episode on zero. Yeah, the, you can use powdered anti-fire. Powdered anti-fire. <laughs> okay, so I'll do that to everybody. I think cool. That's cool. a precaution. Yep. yep, give me a single craft alchemy check for the party. Which will determine... Where was that roll when you were sneaking past assassins? <laughs> oh, salty! You're not the assassins. In all fairness, you did great great finding out that Actually, the whole building was trapped with the alchemy fire. It was well worth bringing you. Actually, what's the range on T-Pack thought if I was to just cast it in a general area? Ah, fabulous question. I don't know the answer off the top of yes, your right. um, Just to finish finish off the point yeah, I was on, yeah, um, what you've effectively covered people in, it's basically like uh, you've whipped up a sort of paste-like sunblock, effectively, and yeah. you smear it over the top of, literally over the top of people's armour and their clothes and that sort of thing. And everybody looks a little weird, but after a few minutes it soaks in and everyone just looks a little a little pale and pasty yeah. white and that sort of thing. Uh, with the with a 32, it is not obvious to anyone who was not an incredibly trained alchemist who was doing the same smell <laughs> test that you would have done. <laughs> so only Z would know for sure. This alchemy thing is really uh, paying off for us. To yeah. take thoughts is a wonderful idea. It has a range of 60 foot. 60 foot it lasts for a concentration of up to 7 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you could literally walk, a, up. walk around the building again and do that. Yeah. Again. Uh, and in fact, given it's your spell and you know how it works, I'm perfectly prepared for you to have done that when you were going around the first time. Okay. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Mm-hmm. You know, or okay. you can go around again and I'll just let the yeah. same stealth check ride so it's summer summer either way. Yeah. Okay, so obviously the information I need is in Detect Thoughts, which is why I put this away. Yeah. You detect 30 mines. No! Yeah, well, there's certain results that might get the, um, maybe we don't break into the Flash of Steer. Only okay. 20 yeah. under them are bats. Using, using this, uh, what is it, blocked by, it penetrates barriers, one foot of stone will block this, three foot of wood will block it. So you might not get somebody who's like buried in the dirt under the building. Everyone right. inside you'll pick up based on okay. construction of the building and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, however, if there was anyone in there, oh fun! If there is anyone in there, they get a will save to prevent you reading their thoughts, but they cannot prevent you determining their location <laughs> when they make the will save or not. So you hear? Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> Well, it depends, because if it's Ben Carlo, then... You he know. may not want people to know where he is. You just yeah. detect thoughts as you walk around <laughs> I the Clash of Steel. Well done, Lucy. I will, bet a, I will bet a considerable... Yeah, well done, indeed. <laughs> I will bet a considerable chunk of the money I now have that Vin, wherever Ben Carlo is, he's not hiding out in the building he told us to go investigate. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, probably not. But, like, if it is him, then... 
he might be there against his will, maybe? No. I doubt it. No. He could be hiding. Anyway. He, he, he probably is hiding, but he's not hiding in his building. Okay. Uh, there are three thinking minds in oh. that building. Ooh. Um, not including uh, Jack, of course. Yeah, I, I, I assume you are eliminating information you can yeah. obviously take in with yeah. your eyes. You sweep the street, you yeah. also pick up the greengrocer over there. Yeah. His intelligence is, you know, four, but it's fine. <laughs> you you sweep round, you take in, oh look, there's some Arcona Armsman, the Bell Drago is at six in. Cool. <laughs> you know, the greengrocer's at ten. Wow, you know, that guy over there playing chess is going to win, because his int is fifteen. It's all good. Um... So, okay, so, there are three thinking minds in there. Uh, yeah. So, first round, presence or absence of thought. Uh, second round, the number of thinking minds. Uh, it does not let you determine their location if you can't see the creatures whose thoughts you are detecting. So, right. you know they are in the building. Yeah. Because, like, the cone, you point the cone this way, it goes ping. You point the cone that way, it doesn't go ping. You yeah. don't know specifically where they are. They're clearly hiding from you, or you would see right. them. Um, so there are three thinking minds in there. Yeah. Uh, each of them has an intelligence score of around 10 or 11, depending on okay. which specific one you're pinging, so That's nobody's super intelligent. intelligent. Yeah. Um, so not and all three of them get will saves to prevent you from reading their thoughts. What is the DC they're looking for? Okay, is that my spell DC? Yes. All your second level spells. Um, okay. Do you need to roll a d20 to see if you 15. get craziness? Yes, she does, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. you're casting a spell. Yeah, but it's not target two. Yeah, well, no, let's see what happens. No, but if it produces, like, giant explosions from outside, go. Cool. Yeah. yeah, this is kind of a quiet moment. <laughs> you're not, you, you've got plenty of time to concentrate. Yeah. So 15, they're looking for you, said. Yes. Uh, with your little... Okay. I'm betting at least one of them fails, at which point this will go from being awesome to epic. <laughs> you determine their Good sur- choice of spells. Yeah, you determine the surface thoughts of one of them. Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the one that's thinking, damn, she's got a hot ass. If they can see me, they may not have you. Gosh, I'm going to regret sitting that girl I can see sneaking around the building you are on what, fire. She's got a what, really great what ass. You, what you feel here yeah. is... It's a, it's a weird feeling because this is not sort of doing it through Carver. You haven't got that that secondary right, yeah. uh, barrier between you and them. Suddenly, you are almost in this this creature, this man's mind. Um, in fact, you don't think it is a man. You think it is a woman, hmm. and she is not checking out your ass. She's thinking about dropping down and slitting your throat from ear to ear. The splattering of blood will satisfy her. She's seen you. She's definitely seen the two of you. Yeah. She is not moving. She is not making any plans to move. Right. But she has been watching. She's not necessarily staring at you at this exact moment, but they have definitely seen you. And she is thinking about how to to kill you. And that would be very, very satisfying for her. Right. Okay, so I, I whisper to the party very, very, very quietly. That that's that's when you're rounding before. the building, yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, go yeah. off and you say, "Also, I detected thought yeah. ten. Yeah. All right, so new three. 
We and don't... obviously they don't react to your presence by jumping you and trying to kill you, yeah. so they're clearly not going to attack you in the street. Given that we've been made, um, and that we do want to fight them if we're not going to be able to sneak past them, what we need to do is go into the building and look ambushable, hmm. so that they attack us, and then we kill them. Technically, you're going to do it to sneak past them again. I'll give them the same advantage I gave you. They think they know that you're here, so they'll get a bonus on their perceptions. Yeah, but, but if what we want to do is have them ambushes in the building so that we can fight them, because yep. I'm thinking, like, we can't sneak up on them from outside the building because we don't know where they are. Yep. But, and we want to fight them, and the logical way to get them to do that is to break into the building. To take thoughts for the win, but... Yes. Find my sneaky hiding great. murder assassins. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. We can follow that up with my detect evil. Yeah, and, and track them that's, down. That's deeply yeah. amusing. They can't hide their location from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're quite intent on killing us, so um, they're, I'm pretty sure they're evil. <laughs> yep. Alright, so... <laughs> Let's break into the building so we've got a nice quiet venue to fight them in. Oh, that's good. Yeah. going in with... Uh, you'd be up the front, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're, so, Garen will be behind you with Detect Evil up. Yep. So, our, our goal here <laughs> yeah. um, is that we want to fight these guys, yeah. but we don't know where they are, yeah. so we want to break into the building and give them the opportunity to ambush us. In so a semi-conspicuous fashion. So that we can locate them. So I, I'm not going to break into a building in a conspicuous fashion, because yeah. that's not how I roll, and also it's super suspicious. I mean, nobody breaks into a building whistling a merry tune and just thinking... Um, no, but you have the thing of you duck close to the door and start fiddling with your lockpicks... Um, the rest of the party stands around so people on the street see nothing more than you opening the door with your key, quote-unquote. Yeah, that's the one. But to the assassins inside who are watching you meticulously, they're going to realise what you're doing. Yeah, so the um, the theory is we're trying to look not not so obvious we'd come and get us that we know they're there, yeah. but we're not trying to be so stealthy that we successfully evade them and they don't know we're breaking into the building. So it's kind of a, it's a balance. And we've still got the, the alchemy, the... the and we've got, a, and we've, and we've got the stuff over us, which yep, is yep. going to be extremely relevant because we're expecting to battle in the near future, so Do there's no way we can like spend three hours three communicating with Okay, so in case they set the That's building on fire. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if anybody has any other... Like things that they can do. Does oh, anyone have any like protection from fire or anything like that? Nope. 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 Oh, I might. I'm gonna put a mage armor on myself. Oh yes, as am I. But I won't go with mirror image because it's really obvious. Yeah. Just, just mage. Yeah. So we'll do that when we're in the alley, so it's yeah. not obvious we're casting a bunch of defensive spells. Yeah. 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 So I didn't get you those pricings for my uh, armor belt. No. Armor upgrade side No, you didn't. Correct. Cool. At least temporarily. No, no, that's, that's I'm, I'm per- just one of I'm perfectly happy for you to retcon them in, but um, if I don't know what they are, then at present they are malfunctioning. Well, it was... Um, the armor would... Yes, yeah, yeah, but I need to um, have the numbers. sit down and work it out. Yep. So. Yes, fine. Oh well, next time. So for the moment, you it's Schrodinger's enchantments. <laughs> you might or might not have put them on your um, your gear. Ah, fair enough. All right. So and we're sneaking into a building. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still burgling the joint, and yep. I'm still breaking out enough stealth that it's not obvious to the watch that I'm doing. Yeah. So what I will actually require from you is a stealth check. 
Um, part of this is to conceal it from the watch. Or it, not so much the watch, because you're doing it when there aren't guardsmen standing yeah. right outside uh, as random people on the street. And part of it is the longer... Once it becomes obvious that you're going to break into this building, they may start taking actions in response to that. The longer you can look like you might not be doing that, the less prep time they have to do whatever they're doing, finally. Okay. So that's what you're rolling for. Alright, is this, um, do I need to cover the party in this stealth check? Absolutely. Okay. Because if you sneak up and Garen stands with his hammer going, I'm looking like I'm going to break in there and kill Mm -hmm. people, it's not going to... Alright, so that's a minus nine. It is a mi- you've got a minus five armor AC penalty, isn't it? Yep. Wow, guys. Slack off. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Uh, uh, Monkey's talking about the assassins. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're like, well, they've left the building. Let's go smoke on. <laughs> Alright, on the other hand, I rolled extremely poorly. That's a nine. Cool. So, you... Uh, unless you are keeping that to take thoughts up, Lucy, you can't... No, and in fact, you can't, because you'd have to, um... Yeah. Dispel yeah. it to cast other spells and that yeah. sort of thing, and to spend the ten minutes crafting this anti-fire. Yeah. So that, uh, you stopped the first detect. Yep, yep, you have Dara does but have his detect evil up Yeah. Right. Yep. And I can also roll a last new check for another factor of how long it takes me to break the lock. Yes, and... I'll be getting there in a, in yep, a moment. Yep, don't mean to rush you. Uh, detect evil. I'm just oh, hoping for a better number. It's hard being a cross-class burglar. Treasure hunter. <laughs> burglar. <laughs> no, no, the magic wang will prevent this. <laughs> the, other, the little island halfling was a treasure hunter. <laughs> Anyway, the truth is I do way more burgling since I started working for the good guys. I used to just pick pockets all the time, which is much easier. <laughs> but unfortunately, people aren't thoughtful enough to wander around the street with okay. items in their pockets that often. <laughs> so, Garen, if I understand you, you are not doing what Lucy did in circling the whole building to get around. Because you've no. basically got, like, ping, ping, ping. Yeah. So you get a single ping within the 60-foot cone you've got off the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a faintly evil creature in there, meaning of ten hit dice or lower. Okay. And not some sort of horrible, godless abomination. Sounds good. Or a cleric of evil issue. Uh, I will also call for um, a knowledge civilization check, if you like, to tell you what you know about the Mantis assassins. Ooh, nice. as a uh, that's a 30. Which is a shame, because I got nearly a twin... I got the same role, but my knowledge civilization isn't as high. <laughs> Research <laughs> role. So yeah. some of this I have explained already. Um, Five. It was a good role. The Keep making that role. The oh, Red Mantis are a paid organization of assassins that circle the entire world. They are all over the show. Um... For your intents and purposes, they have functionally an infinite number of members they could call upon to get a job done. Although practically, there's only so many, and yeah, Corvosa and Varizia and that sort of thing. Um, With ninjas, I have solved the ninja problem by just killing every ninja in the city. I was so bad at sneaking past them, I was eventually forced to just murder every single one of them. <laughs> 
That works. They they did. <laughs> they worship someone called the Mantis God, Asachek, Akashek, something in that neighborhood. Something that sounds like a this friendly fellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like a Mantis. Who is uh, functionally um, functionally a demigod? Who, in theory, was created to slay the enemies of the gods, but in practice they're not real sure how much he just does of his own direction, or who created him, or why. Um, he could just be an ascended monster. He could, he could be an yeah. ascended monster. He's a very heavily ascended monster at CR30, but... Um, <laughs> damn. Nonetheless. Um... That's not that pimp for a god. <laughs> yeah, I was going to well, say, we yeah, can no, he's him. not. He is not a. He is not a very powerful god. Yeah. So far as the gods go, maybe not that level <clears> seven, <throat> but you know. He is not. Fun. He is not, in fact, legitimately a god in the same way some of them are, because the only people that worship him are the Red Mantis assassins. Because nobody else wants to know about the giant blood drinking space mantis. Yeah, so he's he, he is a weak deity. He who he who walks in blood, they call him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he represents the organization of the Red Mantis. Um, they take gold. They also take other weirder things like future favors or children or land or things in that neighborhood. Things of value. Things of value. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty much they're unsurprisingly evil because they kill people for money. So pretty much anyone in there is an unrepentant murderer for hire. Um, they would have loved that coin of yours. <laughs> several people get raised into it, so they kind of have no choice. They just end up as red man's assassins, and some people say that's what they do with the children that they get in payment. That would be a logical explanation. Yeah, yeah quite uh, profitable. They are very notable because they dress in red mantis-like armor, and they carry a specific weapon, something called a sawtooth saber, which is basically a long sword like a saw blade, so it's a cur- um, you know what a saw looks like. Yeah. That sort of teeth, teeth, that's what I'm looking for, a teeth blade. Isn't and that a bit of a problem, being having a distinctive appearance? For, for people who are supposed to sneak around in the shadow? Sure, yeah, if you see them. Oh, you right. haven't seen them, have you? No, no, that's yeah. quite true. They were PCs. Yeah. Um, any individual Red Mantis assassin is moderately dangerous to people like you. And there's three of them. Um, they have no trouble killing random folk. In a straight-up fight, that is not what advantages them. What they would want to do is cut your throats in your sleep, but they're obviously not going to get the opportunity. What you specifically know with that whopping check is that there is actually a prestige class called Red Mantis Assassin, oh, which many of them will have. There'll be some combination, generally, of fighter rogue bards and Red Mantis Assassins. No oh, Richard. No healer. A little. Uh, they get sneak attack, of course. Mm-hmm. Skill um, class. They... Oh, why bard? Skill class. You need skill points to get into that. They, yeah. are, they are particularly good with their... Because um, bards are sneaky... And have all the skill, necessary skills yeah. to be assassins. Um, <laughs> Not me. <laughs> they're, particularly, they're particularly skilled with their sort of sabers. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a very, very limited amount of spells. Not really something you desperately need to worry about. Um, and what else do they have? Just oh, the so yeah. 
Uh, it is said that they can hypnotize people using oh, their sabers. Like a, you, you know what a mantis does? Yeah. They sway back and forward in front of their play. Like that, taking control of your mind and distracting you and then cutting your head off. Oh dear. I am oh, so God. screwed. <sighs> this is not the party to be fighting these guys. It is said that they can create a swirling red mist around them that helps hide them. Um, it is said that as they grow more powerful that they can change into mantises themselves, fade in and out of reality, and even gain the very feared power of knowing when their assassination targets have been resurrected. That's handy. That's creepy. And where they are. Not, Not at first, but if they kill them successfully, then they come back. The mantis god lets them know where their targets are. Nice. So they stay dead. However, yeah. that sounds like the higher level guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And unsurprisingly, they, they they feel on a bound to finish the contract yeah. if you come back again. Well, they they finish the contract and somebody's scrolling it over. So presumably there are not contracts on you. You'd have noticed this by the lack of murderers coming through in the night. Um, but if you get in their way of their plans, they will kill you without thinking about yeah. it because innocent lives mean nothing to them. Yeah. It's a pity I'm not an evil character. Then I could just pay them to go after that bloody vampire. He was one. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. You can still get, you can still pay them to kill each other. No, I don't think. Yeah, I think they've got. Yeah, that would lead to some interchapter warfare. <laughs> yeah, and, I and think the classic it's thing. The classic thing is they don't kill rulers because yeah. Asakak doesn't kill gods. Yeah, I thought it was just monarchy that didn't kill. Yeah, because yeah, it, kings and queens rulers. Yeah, kings and queens. Yeah. I thought it was because wa- they said he was a mantis. Kid. Yeah, because yeah. he's the king of all mantises, and etc., yeah. etc. Et oh, I think just... he's being optimistic that other, this will cause other rulers to respect him. If anyone wants a look at one of these friendly friends, there's a, for no reason at all, I have some red mantis assassin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we, don't, we don't expect to be fighting a red so mantis instead assassin. Instead of Hydra in the Hive, you have Crickets. <laughs> Oh, and the armor could just be cricket gear. Yes! <laughs> Man, it can be it looks like a, it, looks like a, it looks like a villain in a Sentai show. Oh, yes, it looks like, um, like a Kamen Rider. Yeah, like it looks like a villain in a, okay. in a Sentai show. So, Jack, I'll call for your lockpicking check at this point. Yep. That's better than my stupid yeah, stealth. Yeah. Um, well, it's really hard with the stealth. Um, alright. Oh, the um, power range of ones. 23. Yeah. Except, you know, they're competent. These are just the mooks. How competent are the mooks? Yeah. Okay, so that is not going to do it. You're going to have to take 20 and pick the lock, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, unless. I spend a plus five. Is it worth it? Possibly not. They'll have a lot of time to prepare for us. Uh, that will immediately bring you to the DC 25 you're looking for. But it, that means one of two things will happen here. Either you do it within a round, or you do it within like 20 rounds, at which point they have enough time to do whatever the hell they feel like inside. I would, it's up to you. I would prefer to do this quickly. Okay. You're the professional, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you spend a fate point for a flash of insight? 
I spend a fate point for a flash. I spend my fate point for a flash of insight. Yep. And you realise that you're going to have to get this done quickly, and as you look at the lock, you've walked through it a lot of times before, and you realise in the back of your mind, you've always been thinking about, you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't hit... I assume you wouldn't rob Van Carlo. Under but, no circumstances. But you've always been <laughs> thinking about this, except how, this you, specific how case. you could, because, yeah. you know... Yeah. Because, because it's a building. In this theoretical exactly. case where I rob Van Carlo. Yes. Well, well and you see how useful it is. Okay. <laughs> so they get prep round, prep round... I wouldn't break into his place unless he specifically asked me to. But he specifically asked me to, so... Prep round, not prep round. It's the middle of the day at this point, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you do it without his permission, he'd kick your ass. <laughs> okay. Because so... I botched the stealth check, they're still going to get a couple of rounds of prep, but they're not going to get a, they're not going to get 20 rounds of prep, which is enough time to, you know... Do what you may want. So... Yeah. I will take my warhammer out and have it with me. Yeah, warhammer out. I will take a. <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'll take perception checks here. Before you roll them, you're looking to hit a difficulty of 31 and 41, respectively. <laughs> nope. No. For various different points. Okay, so if you can't make that. If you them... can't hit that, don't bother rolling. No. Okay, so. Th- no, I can't make that. Okay, cool. So, they are silent like murderous assassins. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any way we can stop them from getting the surprise round here. Alright, so I open the door. Uh, and Garen, the evil signal that you are tracking, yeah. comes towards the door. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes up. Oh yeah, they mentioned something about dropping. rooftop and dropping from the rooftop. Um, like it's oh, it's in, it's inside. It was here. Now it's here. What languages did you know? That's use? about as much as you can draw. For a, yeah. you're literally watching no, like a I, radar image. Do you, do you know what you're coming? No. Really? I don't know dwarf. No, I know gnome, Chaldane, Frisian, Draconic, and one I'm not telling you. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thieves can't, which ironically would be really useful because they, they probably can't see you doing it through the door. Yeah. Um, so I'm right behind Jack. Yep. Uh, I'm going to brush her back slightly and do a sort of um, a sort of symbol like a backwards one to see to try and uh, tell her that they're up above. <laughs> because they might see that. Yeah. I don't see this going anywhere good. Okay. I'm, I'm happy for you to attempt to do so, but it's a bluff check at which gets opposed by the Ascent motives. Yeah, so. um, I'll also cast Horizon. I'm ex- if it's any consolation, I'm expecting sure. to be ambushed. Yeah, we're all expecting yeah, to be ambushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you will still actually be surprised because you don't know where they're coming from yeah, specifically, yeah. but... It, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 I mean, the, the whole point of the whole point of being able to make this kind of stealth check is you get the surprise round even on a party that knows that you're sort of there somewhere. You know what would be handy? If right? we could do it, we would. Get, we would totally want the surprise round. You know what would be handy right now? A telepath. Uh-huh. <laughs> Telepaths always handy. <laughs> do yeah. you want me to draw an elaborate map for this? I think we probably want at least a vague grid and minis. I- Okay, so Jack, you are picking the door. Yep. 
And then once it it gives, I am skulking into the building if we get that far. Yes, you open the door with a satisfying yep. click. Um, Do we need a round counter? Uh, we'll probably yes, but we'll wait till we've actually yeah, been there. You're, you're welcome yeah. to do an initiative track if you desire, Susan. It's just behind Helen. You can get started on I'll the Okay, so Jack opens the door. Is everybody basically just sort of walking in, looking around wearily kind of thing? I, I think I go in, and then if I'm not immediately jumped, everybody else No one immediately me. jumps on. Cool, yeah. we everyone goes inside the room and starts looking around, sort of mills in the first room, looking around in a endeavouring to spot people we can't possibly see kind of way. Okay. Uh... We look super average. I shut the door behind us, because that's what I do. Garen, there's no world in which you're hitting a 26 perception check either, is there? (laughs) So, you have an idea where this this assassin is, because you've still got your detect evil running. (laughs) Um, And because you're looking around, you sort of look up as you scan the room. And up there on the roof in the rafters is where you are getting this signal from, where you are smelling this this burning fire. It smelling smells a little to you like <clears throat> like someone a, a person burning like dead flesh, dead burning flesh and you still can't see them. Yes. All you see is a rafter. <laughs> oh. you, like you know exactly where the person is, you are staring directly at the spot they are hiding in and you still can't see them. Damn. Wow. <laughs> I have to say, I, I'm a little jealous. I don't want to be an assassin, but I wish I was this good. <laughs> yeah, well, in all fairness, they're straight-classing to be as sneaky as they humanly can. Yeah. Damn humans. I think I'm only... What's the max ranks again? I think I'm only two. It's ten, isn't it? Yep. I'm only two points off as sneaky as I possibly can. And the Red Mantis... um. Have, have no coda or creed against woman, non-humans, anything of the sort. They cover... Everyone can be a Red Mantis assassin if they want to. Nice. If you're a girl dwarf, you knock yourself out. Try not to. Okay, so you guys move into the middle of the room. Garin, you have a vague track of where this guy is, even though you can't see him. Um, what's your intention now? Everybody's moved into the middle into the middle of the main room. Okay, so there's a door on the other side. So, doodly doodly doo. Yep. Um, here is the now open, big, impressive she double. She closed it behind her. No, no. That's the back door. My apologies. Now closed, as Jack comes in and shuts it behind her, big, impressive double doors um, that lead in. Those are the ones you picked to come in. Is that correct? I, I, no, I, said, I, I said I was breaking in the, via the back door. Uh, okay, I missed that. Alright. Let's just say I broke in through the front door. No, no, it it, it makes very little difference to me. Garen, the person you detected, is slightly further away than they were because they were sort of here by the front door and instead they're here away from the... um... Yeah, so here is the smallest... Okay, so that that definitely changes what's happening here slightly, but not significantly enough that I'm worried. Okay. Um, Here's a door. Mm -hmm. You guys go into... These are just crude sketches, so don't worry about the size of them specifically. It's a training room. Yeah. Uh, cool. Sorry, a changing room, rather than a cool. training room. It's got about what you'd expect. A couple of seats, benches, and um, 
little locker type things. And you know there's a main door that goes into the main building, Jack. You know that... Give me a luck check again, because I know you love making them. I, I do love making them. There we go, it's a glorious ten. Okay, so what we've got here is... I'll put locker room, because that's functionally what it is. Locker room. Um, a reasonably large training room that is a series of mats and things and weapons and all that. Um, statues set up over here in almost a... What you would call that is sort of a sitting room, Jack. It's a little area off the main training area for people observing, people who want to sit quietly and read things in that neighbourhood. Then uh, Carlo's office is over here. And there is another little room, which... What purpose does that serve? Right, and there's functionally a supply room in here, which has in it, you know, food, a bit of food, a bit of water, odds and sods, things in that neighbourhood. You know all this, you have been through many times before. Garen's gonna go guard the other door. At least appear to. Yep, and your, um, your murder assassin, Garen, is basically here. Okay. So, um, that. Just as I say, they were slightly further away than I had previously described on the basis. Jack looks around the room. Sees nothing untoward. Yeah, there's the dried alchemist fire substance in here again, but nothing yeah. leaping out at you. And um, then glances around. Well, let's go look around at the training room if we're go- going to um, find these um, valuables that um, um, he might have left behind. We might as well have a look around there. And you don't care if they hear you saying that, do you? I'm deliberately pitching it. Cool. In you go. Yep. I may, I was aiming for ambushable, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking okay. all my cues from Jack, so... Yeah. 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 I'm not... Jack's taking the lead. So, Jack, based off your previous larceny success, can you give me a larceny check and another plus five? Ooh. Wow. Um, okay, so that's... This is not a, This is not my night for rolling. Um, that one you could re-roll, but you wanted to spend so many... Yeah, no, I don't want to re-roll it. Um, 19. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is the plus five bonus. Yeah, 19. You are not sure at this stage where Vin Carlo might have concealed things. You've got that thing about the floorboards, but there's yeah. a lot of floorboards. Yeah, uh, I'm also sort of, I'm endeavouring to present the air that we're searching, yeah. but I'm really kind of waiting to be ambushed. I yeah. don't want to get super into, I want to present, I want to begin searching so it looks like we're actually in here doing yeah, something. Yeah, so, so you guys are splitting but, up very slightly, yeah. so you're sort of... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. standing five footish apart. Yeah, I, I also don't necessarily all want to stand in an immediate radius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, um, and, you know, I will actually, I'm not just going to stand there and look pretty. I will begin endeavouring to search things yeah. so that I look like I am, but yeah, I'm so not putting all my heart and soul into searching at this stage. So we're, we're viewing this basically with no sound. There's the pumping techno music in the background because <laughs> they know a fight's coming yeah <laughs> and you guys sort of move in looking around you know you sort of look at the floorboards you know silver leans down picks up the edge of a piece of the mat and looks under it kind of thing no, as, as, as you move vaguely conspicuously around as you head about the middle point of the building Garen's still got eyes on your friend here who moves quietly across the rafters just to keep near you 
And as you head about the middle of the building, and now it's really apparent that you're looking for things, given that you've lately said that, uh, <laughs> Woot! People might realize a thing is happening. <laughs> uh, your checks are now merely at a 19 perception. Yeah, I can make that. I can I'm make it on a natural well. 20. No. Okay, I nope. make, I, I'm really annoyed because I made 18 perception. <laughs> I rolled a natural one, so I think I, I made a 5. So we all fail oh, again. Oh, my assassins. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to be as good as you are. So yeah, I, I think the red mantis are going to sell themselves as successfully deadly here. Garin, you you have your radar up and you're, you're not, I assume, staring slack-jawed at the roof, but you're sort of just keeping your head turned in that vague direction, looking at the, the ceiling for secret doors and things. You see the... you, you Or, given your one smell base, you sort of smell the movement of the fire rather than see the glowing blob move. You still can't see this person, and the first sign any of you have that something is wrong is when there is the jacket 18, you hear the very slightest noise of something whistling very faintly through the air, the faintest hint of glass smashing against padding, and then the mat you are on catches fire. (laughs) And now everyone needs to roll the initiative. Yay! 22. 22. I don't like being flat-footed. Which one of you has got the higher decks? Uh, probably, uh, I've got plus two. I got plus two as well. Uh, what does it go to after Dex? Wisdom. Okay, then I've uh, got a ten. Eleven. Oh wow, it's you. There we go. Yeah, Lucy's super wise. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. She actually, she actually leveled herself up. Who's next? Uh, yeah. you, oh, you go. Taryn's on a nine. Okay. Totally prepared to be ambushed. I got an eleven. Yeah. Silver got a four, because Silver is not rolling well today. Mm. Okay, probably. 18, 14, and 6. Mm. Um, so Assassin 1. Yep. 18. 18. Assassin 2 is right underneath them. 14 and 6. So everyone got to hit him. Yeah, <laughs> you did roll a 4. <laughs> no, I rolled a 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, as sneak attackers, they want to have improved initiative or something. Yeah, yeah, that is a logical thing. Yeah, I I, I often take improved initiative off the NPCs, and yeah. it's just something Paizo's jammed in. In the case of assassins, it really is yeah. sense. beneficial. Do you want and this over there, or...? Oh, I'm happy with whatever suits people. Oh, yeah. I don't think holding it up is going to be very fun for you. What about we just slide it on? Yep, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Okay, so Lucy's first. Well, no, actually. Because the, surpri- the secret murderous surprise round yeah. assassins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the point is that um, us uh, that are up the, the top don't get sneak attacked twice. How much? How much fire? Oh, Wait for it. Let, 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 them, let them sort out what they're doing. That was the drama. So, because I, I'm not going to draw the fire in intensively because we're not gritting this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the mat you are on catches fire and goes full. And in fact, just draw like a big red circle around yourself, basically. Sorry to disregard you and then tell you to do exactly what I what yeah, you're doing anyway. Yeah, that's Okay, and everyone needs to give me a reflex save at a plus five bonus. You are looking for a fifteen. Uh, do I get a bonus for traps? Yeah, natural twenty. Finally, I get fifteen. Yeah, this is totally a trap. Yeah, it's technically the vial of alchemist fire they're throwing that's catching on fire. But yes, twenty-one. Yes, so close. Fourteen. 
Um, hang on, what are we looking for? Reflex at a plus oh. five bonus. Okay, fifteen. That's your that's your anti fire. Effectively, right. it's not that you're getting out of the way faster. It's that when your legs I catch fire, it's faster. I'm fine. Less <laughs> so any fails? Yep. I got fifteen for those that fail. No, no, no. That's no. Okay, cool. Carrying or fire have one point of fire damage. No. That's lethal. And Jack, remember yeah. you have fire resistance too. Oh yes, as I do too. As part of your alicatrate. Yes. Which I'm sure you remembered. Why don't yeah. you normally the smith that got burnt? That's because he's the clumsy dwarf. Vigil! Vigil, vigil, vigil! Hey, I'm the one who rolled a natural 20, thank you. Swimming vigil! <laughs> Swimming vigil, climbing vigil. <laughs> is that all you've got, Karen? It's vigil, vigil, roll. vigil. Uh, the other two move. Uh, ooh. Dinner with your parents' oh, vigil. Able to see them. Do you um, really want that? No one wants that. <laughs> Everyone gets a perception tick at a seventeen and a twenty. Oh gosh. So do we roll twice or just no, once? Just once. I nope. Decent two, two more assassins are sneaking. Oh, right. <laughs> Fourteen. I got eleven. No, I got eleven. So, oh, you're kidding me! Okay. No, you know so there are three assassins the... in the building. You don't know where two of them are at present. The thing about um, having a party with bad wisdom is that we're bad at making will saves and spotting <laughs> I things. I thought some of us had actual ranks and perception, though. Like, relying, um, Flora frequently spots things, but relying on her to make every check. And I have a bunch of ranks and perception. I have four ranks. <clears throat> I can't cr- If I put any in, I'm cross-classing. So I want to get everything up as high as I can before I start cross-classing ranks. Yep. Fair enough. And... Garin. There is this sudden blur of movement, and you probably stop concentrating on detect evil as the thing that is evil lands directly in front of you. Excellent. As this halfling in red mantis armor just seems to fall, possibly from the rafters, you never even really saw him move, and is suddenly in front of you waving this sawtooth saber around, in fact a pair of sawtooth sabers, one in each hand, and they whirl hypnotically before you and he almost rubs them together and produces this sort of <laughs> noise. Yeah. Going straight for our weak spot, huh? And you stare you at this, amazed, make me a will save. That is a twelve. Nope. No. <laughs> yes, twelve. No, that's including a magic item that I haven't gone over Jared with yet. Oh, right. So 12. Do the math. <clears throat> and you stare amazed at him. I'm guessing this isn't a spell of ability. Uh, nope, supernatural again. Is it an enchantment? No, no, it doesn't matter. No, for me it does. Nope, it is not. So, so I'm staring. Garen, you stare at this, and it, it's just completely hypnotic. You are unaware of anything but the trilling and whirling of the blades. The fact that you're standing on a mat that's on fire is completely inconsequential. Oh, right. Okay, so... And that is their surprise round. Oh, the so is it the only, only one of them goes? Yeah. The other two do things, which probably re- revolve around them moving, given they were in other parts of the building. Okay, so Lucy. And round number two starts. Yep. And guess what? The building's still on fire. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. 
Okay. Uh, can I get four more red circles in all four cardinal directions around you? The fire spreads rapidly. Shit. All of that is now on fire. The, what this training room comprises of is a series of mats that are covered in, alchi- in, yep. in dried alchemist yep. fire, so it's we, not very really hard to believe. some um, effort towards putting out the building as well as oh, fighting the assassins. Flashpoint. I was just about to say, this is Flashpoint. Uh, everyone <laughs> is in a square that's on fire, so you will need to make that reflex save again. Garin, you fail this. So, so. You're scared. The assassin, however... Uh, does things. So. I make it with my alchemist fire, with my alchemist anti fire bonus. Yay, Thank you, Lucy. 16. I make it. I'm totally fine. I'm, it's twenty if we get the second plus five. Yep. Yeah. It's, five it's five either fifteen or it isn't. You either dodge flame or you don't. Yeah. That alchemist's um, the yes. anti fire is paying yeah. off nicely for people. <laughs> I saved me. Uh, and anyone who can give me a spellcraft check. Sixteen. Uh, spellcraft um, 25. Okay. So, your friendly halfling assassin there yeah. uh, is definitely up to some tricky business, Jack. You're not entirely sure. There are flickering images and auras around that suggest he's got some sort of magic on, but you can't work out what. She, actually, the halfling is the woman. Um, Lucy... Yeah. You are fairly certain, looking at the fact that the flames don't lick properly up to her, that she's got resist fire on, and ignores ten points, at least ten points of fire damage a turn. Yeah, right. Which this fire is not producing more than that, so she can stand in it all day long and be fine. Right. Um, and based on the way that she came down out of nowhere and more or less just stepped off the roof... You also guess she's got something on her called Spider Climb, where the walls and the roof are functionally perfectly right. valid terrain for her to walk up and down. And she doesn't have the other thing because they didn't get enough time to put it up. So, cool. Did Mantis Assassin's Carol? Hey, Lucy. Yeah. Like I said, you know they have some of their own innate magic different? for things like Spider Climb. Yeah. 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 You know what would be funny? <laughs> <laughs> Getting rid of the fire is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see if she likes standing out a flaming building then. Okay. And so that is the start of the round. Then Lucy, you're yep. up. So what do you want okay. to do with your life? I'm going to um, dispel the fire. Do you Just want to get? Do you want to stand somewhere that isn't on fire? Yes, I'm going to move first. So um, we choose the best way to move. So I go on the over there. there. Yeah. No, to, to be clear. Yeah. Everything around you is on fire. Oh, okay. So, so there's basically a big red circle all around that area. Oh, okay. So it's rolling to see what direction it goes in, and what I got was all directions. So okay, we, how so far would she have to go to get out of the fire there? Uh, it's just red. Can I? Yes, you can. You can get out of the fire as a move action. Okay. Okay. I'll Remember, these are not precise. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. You duck and away then, out of the fire, and then I'll attempt to dispel magic. Cool. But uh, I have to target that person and then see if my wild magic fires up, which does. Okay, yeah. oh, sure. let's see so, what happens. Um, fireball! Fireball! Fireball is Damn not going to be good. Don't do the fireball. 20. Ooh. 20. Spell fails. Oh, it takes D6 oh, untyped okay. damage. But target instead takes 1D6 untyped damage per spell level. Cool. So it's a third level spell. Yeah, so, so, so you attempt to weave your magics around to get rid of her protective magics, but it's hot in here, it's burning, you're startled by her sudden appearance, and instead what you let fly with is just a blast of raw magical force 
that just kind of rips through, that's bypassing not, all the defences. That's not actually that bad. No, no. It takes three damage, 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 no save. Um, so that's twelve. Yeah, twelve damage. Uh, down here. Mm-hmm. That's X one. Yeah, as well as accidental. The only one yeah, we can cool. see. Cool. And you presumably cross off the dispel magic. Yeah, yeah. Yep, cool. Um, I'm going to move in the other direction. Um, yep. Now, because I have boots of striding and springing, yep. I presume you I can... also now out of the fire. Cool. And um, I'm going to cast Mirror Image on myself. Cool. Make some images. Image oh. yourself away. Uh, players. Uh, she's using it. Is there another players? Yes, there's yes. three in the cupboard. Or two in the cupboard, one there. Given that your actions at the end, just wait a moment for me to look at this. So, there's one friendly murder assassin, there's the other friendly murder assassin. Damn it, so many murder asses. <laughs> yeah. Murdering my ass. Um, um, oh. Six inches. I just need to check. I doubt they can stab Gar into the heart's content. Players, other players down here for one. Yeah, yeah. Garen, you are pretty sure that you're not so fascinated you notice if somebody cut your legs off, <laughs> so they do not get to take shots at you while you're just standing there. Um, uh, Jack also draws her rapier as she moves back. Cool. Well, I assume you probably had it out. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So. I, I didn't necessarily. It didn't seem suitably street scuffing around the building, burgling, but I draw it now. Hopefully, one of these assassins is human. Sweet. Uh, they have no knowledge of who you are. They have no way of targeting you guys specifically. So, uh, Flora and Silver, give me a roll each. D twenty. Yep. Yep. Twenty. Okay. Damn it, why am I using up all my natural d20s? Funk. Funk. Oh. For two assassins suddenly drop off the roof on either side of you and oh, start God. swinging with their sawtooth sabers. Right beside the ER. Technically that's um, number three that's taking the full damage. Uh... You are flat-footed against this, because you don't know that they are coming. Uh, the first one, I imagine, a 13 will safely miss your flat-footed AC. So one drops down in front of you and swings with the sawtooth dagger, and there's a <laughs> scraping of metal as he hits your armor. Uh, the other one is a 23 to hit you, <laughs> your flat-footed AC. And that one gets the flank and ducks in and successfully catches you with the sawtooth saber and deals you... Some sneak attack damage oh. as he slashes you across the throat. Yeah, well, they are assassins. The, the first is yeah. all about the I'm first sorry, round. but they're bad people. Uh, 10, 12, 14, 15 points of damage, thank you. Ouch. Damn, son. And that is both of them. And then we are on to Pumba. Or Flora? Flora. It looks uh-huh. like Pumba from over here. Okay. <laughs> She's actually very nicely written for her. Just on the space space crazy. Okay, you're in melee with two assassins. Yes, yeah. Go on. Uh, uh, 
I will go. Five foot out of the flank? Yeah. Sure. Still on fire. Uh, yeah, yeah, but out of the flank is the important part. And I already had my warhammer out. So I will swing towards one of the other. Sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, the one that me, whichever one that is. Yep. Number two. Oh, um, so yes. that is a natural 20 and that is 27. Okay, so Ooh. you crack in, he endeavours to leap back out of the way and you swing faster. Boom! With the Warhammer. You can roll for confirmation or you can spend a card to confirm automatically, whatever you please. Rolling for confirmation. It's 20. Crack. You crit him. Nice. Wow. You give me, I give so, him back. <laughs> roll a... What's the crit damage on the weapon? Oof, times two, I imagine. Times, times three. Times three. Times three. Oh, Warhammer. So that's your three. Uh, times three is nine damage. Plus two. Yeah, I added that. Okay. It's so nine damage. Okay. So he's just quick enough to dodge out of the way of the worst of the damage, but you definitely land a blow on the ribcage with a crack and you hear it. <laughs> From in there beneath the armor. Whatever their their menace and their ability to appear as if from nowhere, they are still definitely people under there. They bleed and they break. (laughs) And they have have discernible anatomy. anatomy. (laughs) But I'm going to use some of my tricks before I circle in. Although not the the ones that rely on fire. Garen, trill, 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 you are on hold. Ah. Until somebody breaks the fascination on you. Damn it. It's going to take a while. Do I take fire damage? Uh, no, because that's the start of the round. I figured that was easier than trying to track everyone. Oh, to yeah. But the, um, is the assassin using their standard action to fascinate Garen, or is that... Uh, no. Technically, that one hasn't gone again yet, so you don't yeah. know, although right. you're just about to. Yeah. So, yes, what she does is stands there and waves her swords. Right, yeah. And trills, and Garen continues to stare fascinated. Okay, um, does it depend on sound? Or poetics? Uh... Can 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 Silver use counter song? I yeah, that's on a mask. Yes, you can. It is both visual and sound based. They are making a trill noise as yeah. she scrapes the sword. Okay, <laughs> so Silver's going to start picking up his tones okay. here. Oh, yeah. So she spends her standard action. She spends her stand. She spends her action waving the swords and yep. maintaining yeah. the fascination. On yeah, um, I'm going to. To, to lift up my totem sphere and I can play this game too. Start spinning the totem sphere around, making making a hypnotic sound, and and cast and 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 does a counter song. Counter song. You, you cool. should you should make a discordant sound to break because she's making yeah. a nice sound. You make a like a discord a deliberately discordant sound. A sound that has a slightly it. off pitch. Yeah, yeah. to, to yeah. break him out of it. Like a storm breaking. Like like putting glass. rubbing your finger across the top of a glass. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. So how does this work? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Oddly I'll... enough, I'm not shockingly familiar with Counter Song. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this would make it the second time in 15 years of running DMD to be the second one use it. Uh, Bard with three or more ranks and, and blah, blah, blah. blah 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 um, can use as magical poetics counter magical effects that depend on sound. Each round of the Counter Song, he makes a perform check. Any creature within 30 feet of the Bard, including the Bard himself, um, that is affected by a sonic or language-dependent magic attack may use the bard's perform, ma- uh, perform check 
in, uh, as a result. So it's like a heal check for yeah. disease. Cool. Yeah. So make me a performance check to see whether your sound is more discordant than hers. Um, it wasn't a great perform. Oh, yeah. um, it's going to be a hell of a lot better than Garen's will say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 9 and 13. Um, 22. 22. Okay, so Garen, you are staring into these blades, watching the world and listening to the soft trilling. Everything else in the world is unimportant, just the trilling, the trilling, the trilling. And in the background you hear this sort of noise of... Whip, li- ripping air and something. It sounds discordant and jarring, and it's enough to break your focus on this, as that effectively becomes your will save now. Nice. And you realize that this woman in front of you is whirling the blades. She is not appealing in any way. She is hypnotic, but not in any way you want to be hypnotized. She is looking at your neck like she is studying you carefully to cut your head off. And all her rounds of build-up go away. And um, does Garen get to come off, hold, and act after Silver? Yes, indeed he does. He has done that. Nice one. You may remain on hold right now. Congratulations for using Kalsha. That does not come off a lot. Yeah, they're going to have to stop doing that now because they can't remotely compete with your countersong. Yes. <laughs> is she within striking distance? Yes, absolutely. She is standing almost directly in front of you. Um, Incidentally, because you got the information on this technique earlier, you know what was going to happen. In round three, she cuts your head off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a death attack. Keep that song going. She spent two rounds oh. doing it. On round, I, I can't remember if it's on round three or after three rounds. So she spends round three fascinating you. On round four, she cuts your head off. Keep oh that song God. going. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. If you survive the coup de grace, you are no longer fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is possible if yeah. they roll super low. A sneak attack coup de gras? Yeah. Okay. If they roll really yeah. low, you're about And the action is literally, they saw your head off like yeah. a mantis. Yeah, fine. Okay. So, Garen's oh. going to activate his celestial weapon. Yep. He's going to activate Smite Evil. Yep. Oh, shit. And then he's going to wail on the bitch. I'm sure you're shocked to learn that the assassin for hire is evil. <laughs> The same one that showed up on your detective. Okay, so that's 22 to hit. So she tries to leap away, nowhere near fast enough. So that is 10 damage on the first hit. Yep. Second hit's coming. But the first hit was the smite one, or does it apply, apply on all? Oh, good no, point. It the, apply um, all. Did you do add smite? 7 to the smite, to that damage, please. Cool. That would make a substantial difference to her life. And another second one. She's not resistant to any of this crap. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. Uh, 24 to hit. Yep. For another 10 damage. Nice. So, Garen's like... This is why you don't want to cut out the right. You wall of her twice with your earth shaker, and she staggers to one knee. Brutally beaten down by that shit. And that's why you hit cross cross off the smite and nice one. A smite. A smite and nice one. Yes. And nice one silver. This is why you bring a bard. You go after the paladin first. You bring a bard to a bad fight. Yeah. Alright. Then we're round two. Silver, Jack, and Garen are still all on fire. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Silver, Jack is over here. Sorry, um, Flora. Yep, Silver. Yep, so, so you're rolling, so rolling, rolling yep, to see if Reflex save a plus five. Oh, I didn't make yes, it quite as good this time, so. 
So that's 12 oh, plus 5, was it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I make it. Cool. You all leap away from the fire. The fire goes... In every direction again. Oh my god. Oh, the yes. entire main training room is now on fire. We need to do okay. something about this. Uh, uh, Jack yeah. and Lucy are standing in the fire again. Yeah. yeah. However, we need to take out the we either need to get rid we need to get rid of the assassins. Yeah, yes. but there are plenty of people who could do that. You were the only one who has fire putting out the yeah. capacity. Yes. Uh, I don't think they're going to let me put out the fire. I will, will they... take some sort of knowledge engineering or firefightery based thing. Engineering here. is me. If I anyone wants to make any sort of skill justification for knowing how fast a building would burn down, they will. How about our Seventeen? No, I think no. you're. I think you're. Ten. I don't really Seventeen know. engineering. Yep. Ten. So the building is on fire, but it's not your fault. Okay. <laughs> Um, That's good to okay. know. The theory is... It looks pretty damn on fire. If you step out of the melee with them, they can't stop you from putting it out. Yeah. Yeah. If we let this burn for another couple of rounds while we kill them, there will probably be nothing more we can do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Lucy. Yeah. Right, um, I'm gonna... How hurt is the first person the car is it? Uh, they very, look very hurt? Very, very. Um, That's also the one you blasted with the magical force. Yeah. Um, maybe I just I'll target another one then. Um, yeah, she is staggering on the verge of collapse. Magic missile. It might be something just, to, um, to take it out. To take it out. Yeah. She goes to can, before going yeah, okay. okay, I fling one magic missile at this thing. And yep. then if, then, if yeah. you can target each magic yeah. missile in turn. Uh, no, you actually need to target them at yeah. the start. Oh, they don't yeah. usually um, enforce All right, it. So you're going to throw matter. one magic missile at her and two... I get three, so um, and two at the other one. Should I get? Should I put two in? Yes, yeah, yeah, just make sure two at the two other in, end. Two, two in, in two in the badly one. wounded one, and the one, one in the lightly wounded one. Cool. Okay, yeah, I'll just may roll low on damage. Wild magic check. Oh, nice. Right. So uh, roll the These are for the hurt one. Four, five, six, six damage to the hurt one. And two missiles of force striker, and she collapses four across Garen. Nice. Yes, done. Okay, and the other one just two damage. Yep. Oh, uh, is it plus one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You get another larceny check for the same thing again because you're under pressure now. Basically, you get one of these every round until you sixteen. Either realize a thing or not. You still uh, have no idea where you, where to start looking. Crap. Does it have to be a larceny check? Yep. What else would would suit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly happy to hear argument for something. Find else. objects. Gotta... Whoever's got find objects. It's it's where is the thing I'm looking? Where would the thing I'm looking for be hidden? Yeah. yeah, find object wouldn't help you because you yeah. don't know what you're All looking right. for. Alright, so, um, lacking in a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, I can't quite make it up to flanking. What about that one? Uh, he's not, oh yeah, I can flank with silver. 5, 10, 15, uh, sorry, 5, 15, Am I beside 20, that red mantis? 30. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, can silver flank with me even sure. though he's got a totem sphere and couldn't actually attack the dude? He can friend? absolutely attack the guy. I'm, yeah, I'm just playing music. I'm, I'm yeah. using, I'm he just swings music. it down a bit lower and sit, hits yeah, it on the side yeah, of the face. Yeah, I'm just asking because he's in too close a range to um, actually attack. Um, but I'm assuming he can still threaten the guy? Yeah. 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 Cool. 
Alright, and then I move it. Is this guy human? Uh, let's see. Yes, yes he is. That's very thoughtful of him. I appreciate <laughs> Stay him being, being human. human for the rest of your existence. <laughs> Thank you for being human. Halfling, yep. human, human. The dead one's the halfling. So. Sweet! I attack the human. So I should have gone extra. Yes. Oh, that's my range of damage. You got 19. You got His ribs cave in a little more retro. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I crit threat him. Cool. Uh, so it's 25 to hit, which I presume yeah, hits. Right. Yep. And then I roll the confirm. Oh, oh, nice. Goodbye, kidney. Yeah. <laughs> I crit him with my human bane rapier, and I do sneak attack damage yeah. because I am so yes. Nothing is doubled by the crit but the original yeah. dice plus strength. Yeah. Because all the rest is dice. Yeah, so it's not going to be a... Cause, and it's a times two crit, I believe. So yep. it's not going to be a huge amount of crit damage, but then I roll um, 46. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, and it's max damage, and this is just not going to be his day. Okay, yeah. so that's That eight. is the uninjured one, by my count. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. Yeah. So that's eight to begin with. Goodbye, kidneys. Goodbye, kidneys. Just oh. Oh. Damn. And then I... Um, so... Um, Eight plus eighteen is twenty-six. Twenty-six. Together. Is it including your strength? I don't have a strength bonus. <laughs> 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 you know. I'm very small. I However, I am excessively good at stabbing people in the kidneys when I can sneak attack them. I, I think and this is a, and this is your contribution because I couldn't have done two of those d6s without your stabbing. I think what's happened is got to stab him in one kidney and you kind of pierce the other one as well. <laughs> he flinches away as you pierce both the kidneys. <laughs> Collapses slightly clutching at him. No, he's not down. Oh, he was um, uninjured. And then curses at you in what are clearly foul curse words in some sort of demonic sounding tongue. Is it underdark? No, it's infernal. Damn it. You're not the only one who can strike from the shadows, mate. <laughs> well, it's like we can do everything they can do. <laughs> yeah, but we have to kill them really fast because we need the building not to burn down. Yeah. I have Infernal. Okay, then what you hear is die in a fire, bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the advantages of all languages. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and it is... Um, which one of these guys is dead? My one. Um, okay. Assassin 3. Cool, all right. So it's assassin one and two. Hmm? Oh, that is so cool. Oh crap. That's never a good sign. I'm just happy because I've got sneak attack and use human bane and crit. The one that That's hits, everything I can do. The one that hits the ground disappears in a cloud of the dead one disappears in a cloud of red mist, leaving only armor and weapons behind. Oh yeah. She literally collapses oh, into gee. some sort of blood soaked mist. And there's no corpse there. Oh, they oh. their own. Oh, no. What? We can't get the prize for it. No, no, so we can get there's, the prize. There's nothing to speak with dead on there. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, they're, mer- they're, they're like mercy killers in the plains. That's what they do. That's what mercy killers do oh. when they die. I'm not familiar with the... In, anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, meanwhile... That's one. Our murderous friends there can probably get into Gar and hack him to bits with his murder hammer. Because uh, they're good at it. Yeah, yeah, sure. They, they, they feel armor like an armor version of ropes. They feel crazy. No This one tumbles past Silver. Yeah. Oh, okay. Without concern. And yeah, they yeah, you're not in melee with anyone. <laughs> they step in and flank Garin. 
Yeah. Uh, the first, the the one that is tumbling in takes one swing with his saber. The other one takes two swings with their sabers. Okay. Yeah. Go go, Mitchell. They don't yeah. like you beating beating them to death with a hammer. Uh, the first one will waff entirely with like a th- fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's not remotely close. The second one goes first attack, second attack. Uh, the first one is a crit threat and a. 32 to hit, so that will save me to it. The second one is a 21 to hit. Miss. Okay. Thank you, Prestige Class. So the second one scrapes off your superior (laughs) brand armor. Does the first one confirm? Uh, The first one crits you. And I think we'll confirm that. Yeah, that's 27 to confirm. I imagine that will safely do it. And then also sneak attacks you because flanking. Taran can take it. Of course he can. Yeah, especially with that. Yeah. He slashes out at your throat, not realizing you've specially put that armored <laughs> collar in your full plate. Yeah, and it was like he was thinking about vampires when he was A terrifying eight points of damage. <laughs> lots and lots of ones. Nice. That's what we like to see. Yeah. New plan, boys. New plan. Run away. <laughs> Lots of light. Oh, actually, no, they can, because they're going tumbling. Um, I will create water in that general area. Sure. So what's the... What's the I think it's six. It, it's not much. But it's something. So I, the, that's one of the other reasons, is I'm not going to be able to get much of this out with that water. Yeah, but it's slowed down. Which oh, is great. Cool. What does that one say? I forgot to add one extra uh, So that would be third, 12 gallons of water. Um, right, one cubic foot of water is about eight gallons. Yeah, so you can erase those two red circles. Which nice. two? These two. Whichever two she pleases. She, she pointed at these ones. Yay. They need to be in the same area. You can't extinguish half on each side, but yeah. that's fine. That's good. Okay, that's good. Well, some of the fires. <coughs> <coughs> that won't necessarily stop it re however, because the dried alchemist fire is like embedded into everything here. Not to mention that it was made of water or wood. Yeah, but if we can take the assassins out, we can try and put the rest of the building out by human methods, but we don't have time to do that. If While I try and break the treasure, the rest of you can get bucket game going, but we don't have time to... Silver. Um, this doesn't rate, this is going to be This doesn't mention whether or not I can um, fight while I cast music. You don't need to keep countersonging. They're not doing their. They've they've been intimidated out of it by your superior bardic prowess. Oh, okay. So, so you can just attack them. The one that was okay. doing it is dead, and the yeah. other two have been intimidated into not trying. Which ones have got the? What, what's which one's got the highest hit points? Uh, that would be the one. Floor, closer to Flora. Or okay. you could do five foot step that way and flank with me. Well, the thing is, he needs oh. to get to where he can use his totem sphere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they can uh, they can be yeah. nearish. Have you got tumbly things? Uh, yeah. Okay, we can Give just me tum- a DC 15 tumble check and you can tumble away. You're yeah. not content. Uh, what they're doing? Yeah, no, 12. Oh, no, I get like an extra plus, plus two. So, um, so it's a 11 for tumble... Plus three is 14, not quite enough. Okay, so oh, no, I get plus two for my skills. Okay, I do it. 50. Sweet. Because I've got heroic on. <laughs> yep. Um, so you do indeed tumble into position. Yep. Uh, How have you got heroic on? 
closer to my hammer. <laughs> okay, so he's going to attack this one first. Yep. And he's going to use his second smite evil. Oh, cool. Is that the one with more hit points? Yep. Are you smitten? It's oh. a miss. Is it? We'll just add it up. Is that 18? Yeah, sadly that will miss. He is just quick enough to dodge back out of the way. Want to be over this quickly? Everything's on fire. Yeah, it's not exactly a safe place to have a fire. Unstoppable force? No. no. You can have a reroll. Can't think of what the desert would be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on! It's sort of cocked though, because it hit no. this. No. no. You just miss. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, it's, 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 it's the waste of the smite that probably gets to me. Yeah. And just a normal attack against that guy. Cool. Oh no, plus two because he's flanked. Yep. Wish your hit was the second attack. 21. Yep, that one lands. So that's seven damage. He thumps. He's dead? Yep. That's the one who J- Jack oh. stabbed in the kidneys. <laughs> uh, I'd actually like them both on there because they've still left stuff behind. And, we may, and may not have, on fire. Yeah, we may not have time to sit around and look. But around. again, just like the other one, he disappears into a cloud of blood red mist as he's... It, you have no illusions of anything else happening. He's definitely dead. You crack his skull in, and there's a sharp break of neck with the hammer. But as the body starts collapsing, it just Obi-Wan Kenobi's and goes into blood red mist. I just realized oh I haven't taken any actual hit poison damage because it's all been the temporary hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and hold on before. It's yeah. round three, the building is on fire. Round three, uh, everyone's on fire. Yeah. Yep, and do so and you, you make a roll for the check for the building. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's 1d6 non magical fire. You can make, make yeah. three tricks. I make it at a net, Winky. Cool. I make it. Yep, make it. Yep, yeah. the anti fire is earning its money that was well worth spotting in advance. It cannot compete with your alchemies. Uh, uh, um, so, um, does, where, where does the fire spread? Good question. Uh, yeah. Well, one for a change. It's a zero! <laughs> it is a one? Yes. So in one direction. Uh, here. This locker room is now on fire. All of it? Yep. Okay. I'm going to have to work really hard to yeah. get rid of this fire. Uh, Lucy, 
Do not cast uh, fireball. No. <laughs> We've been really restrained about the fireballs. Um, Thank you. I'm going to imagine this is totally crazy. And I passed a wild magic check. And in the background now, you're starting to hear vague calls from outside of something like, Hey, do you smell smoke? <laughs> Don't you? Uh, you got three of them. Yeah. No, I got four. Oh. Ooh. Four? Yeah. How come it was three six last time? Because I forgot. Ah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Math. Yeah. Um, so that was six, that was five, so eleven plus four, fifteen damage. Nice. nice. Is it dead? Nope. <laughs> but he is staggered back by a couple of these blows. I should also point out that's the one that hit me. In oh. case anyone else is wondering. Finish him, Jack. Well, I would like to, but first I'm going to make my last knee roll, because every round may be counting here. Yep. If I can figure out where the valuables are, I'm going to let somebody else finish him. Okay, however, I keep fucking this Uh, up. That's 17, so I presumably don't make it? Uh, um, no. Still not quite there. Okay. (sighs) It's getting easier as you go, but as you've yet to actually look anywhere, you're just making guesses. You haven't eliminated any possibilities. All right, so I will move into melee with him. I've got some spare movement, so without provoking. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm flanking. And I'm flanking. Thank you, Aaron. Is it human? Yes. It is human. There's only one halfling. Okay. Oh, yes. And I don't quite crit him, but I... Up until he turns into a mantis, at this point I'll have to look up the polymorph rules to see if he's still human or not. 24? (laughs) Alright, and the, because I didn't crit him, this is just my regular sneak attack human damage. <laughs> Bloody hell. God damn, see how right in my foot. <laughs> Alright, um, so that is, uh, um, 12. Alright, 16 points of damage. Fuck, he's not gonna get one more round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really well suited to crit kill humans. <laughs> he disappears into mist. And the building is still on fire. Yeah, I yeah, presume we're staying in initiative because the fire is uh, not necessarily. Can you give me a broad idea of what your plans are here? Put um, out the damn fire! Put out the fire! I'm searching the room. I'm searching for. I'm searching for Fink Carlos valuables, and I think everybody else is working to put out the fire. Yeah. Flora's got one more magical put out fire ability. Okay. One more create water. And so, then yeah. bucket brigade or something yeah. like that. In that case, I think we'll stay in initiative, but in quick initiative. Um, Silv, uh, can people give me another knowledge engineering check? Yes! Yeah. 22. It's 13. Okay. So, Garen, it is not mm. impossible for you guys to put this fire out. But depending on how fast it spreads, it is very possible that the building will burn down before you can put it out. Run, 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 run. Fire! 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 Oh, no, don't declare your action. Let Jared tell us what we're looking at. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's what I'm saying, is it is likely that the fire will spread fire faster than you can put it out, but that depends how much if, how much effort you put into putting it out, how well you succeed, and how many effective random dice I roll. Yeah, so let's keep trying. But there is a, a very good possibility that the building will burn down before you can put it out, which means that if there's stuff in here that you need to get out before it burns, you need to get it out. Yeah. Garen is 
thinking about the city at this point, because if this goes up, it's going to start catching other buildings. Yeah, well, that seems like uh, put, putting your best effort to put it out. Would that, be. on the other hand, is not strongly likely. It's certainly not going to happen anytime rapidly, because the neighbouring buildings haven't been coated in alchemist, dried alchemist's fire. And does this so the like, they'll catch, but they're not going to just go up like an immolating wave. The best you can do to save the neighbouring buildings is try and put out the fire, is the thing. Okay. Yeah, the, the two things on the line here are whether you save the building, period, and whether you find the things before they burn down. Yep. So I will concentrate on finding the things. I think everybody else concentrating on putting out the building is yeah, a good yeah. yeah, so you guys split up amongst yourselves between yeah. um, burning, uh, fire patrol and searching. Yeah, yeah. So and if somebody else wants to help search, they're most welcome. Okay, so let's clock, clock through quick yeah. smart yeah. Flora. Uh, I will create water and extinguish, okay. extinguish two more circles. Yep. Close to Vincala's office because I'm assuming that is one of the places Jack is going to go look. Yep. 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 Silver. Um, can um, it would disturbing the um the powder stop it from igniting or put itself out by dampening it? Not really. They've pretty much painted it in. Okay. Um, so what can I do? Do I need to get buckets, or do I stamp on it? Do I... What can I do? You need water. Stamping on it is going to be so grossly inefficient as not to even bother. So, so where is water? Heating outside. Um, we, we did... There um, might be kitchen. There'd be water in the building. Um, so we did... Um, on on Before coming in here, we knew there was a chance the building would go up. Yep. Did we, perchance, mark... How far away from the river style of thing? Oh, sure. I'm happy with that. Um, you are nowhere remotely near the river. The Clash of Steel is, like, towards the middle of the island. Yeah. Um, however, there are pumps and things around. There is a pump in the supply room. Oh, so, okay. okay. So okay. It's just so, a, a cranky pump. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you would find buckets and things in there. Yeah. Okay, okay. so okay. I'm going on bucket duty. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pump into buckets. Everyone can grab the buckets. Yeah. Gar- Garin's slower, so he'll be the one pumping at the uh, pump, and you can be Okay. So Silver heads into the supply room. So to Silver, start. Silver and Garin start rushing off to uh, yeah. do bucket bucket brigade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Can the both of you give me your choice of either strength checks or some manner of profession firefightery guy? Strength. Hmm. I don't suppose okay. civilization would count because they're in the city. No. <laughs> no. All the knowledge in the world is not going to help you put out a fire. Strength. Oh, that was so good up until then. You're both good at strength, which is kind of the point. That's only 18. Yeah, I wouldn't stress about re-rolling it. Okay. So, at that, you... Between the two of you, you knock out... Is there that little cloth around something? Uh, Where's the envelope? Yes, Susie's got it down here. Uh, This this one, anyway. Just Just one? Yep, just one. Oh. We'll have more rounds, so... Yeah. Um, now, my strength is crap, so um, I can... Well, okay. hang on, it's the start of the round. Yeah, it's the start of the round. Fire checks for everyone, I think. Uh, no, sorry for Flora and Jack. Yep. And Lucy is still in the fire. Oh, sorry, does it make a difference if I had plus two on it? Uh, are you adding that to your attribute checks as well? Um, well, it's skill checks. And no, it doesn't, because you're one of succeeded. Yeah, okay. I make it. And it's I not a skill check. Okay. Unless you were cool. So they both make it. Cool. So you just dance around the fire on top of it. It's all good. Alright, and this is a, a terribly threatening fire. Could be if it spreads too fast. Well, this is not four again. So, Alright. So that way is on fire. 
and the supply room's now on fire. Oh. Well, that gives you something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Famous larceny check again. Silver. You're supposed to bring water to the fire, not fire to the water. Okay, and I continue to roll poorly. That's an 18. Thank you for that. Okay. At that point, you finally have an idea where you might start to look. Yay! I am um, also going to actually do searching, but with this, this will help me. This is what we came here for. Your money would be that this is something that Vincarlo had. Yeah. Um, and your your first thought that's been in the back of your mind for a while is probably his office, because that's where important things are, but... But the criminal in you doesn't like that because it's too obvious. And and you know he's got a healthy dose of criminal in him as well. <laughs> so he would think like you think here. But where else would Vincalo hide things here? What's important yeah. here? Statue of Trajan Croft. The most important thing in the room. Yes, indeed. Statue of Trajan, Trajan Croft. Cool. It probably... Your, your guess would be it's not literally under it because Vincalo is not a big guy and wouldn't want to be slugging statues around if he could help it. And also, frankly, when you run over there, you'll very rapidly observe there aren't drag marks or things you'd associate with that. Yeah. So your guess is it's somewhere around there. Cool. I will head for the vicinity of the statue. Cool. You arrive there. It's not a huge room. And then I want to make a search Search. check. Search, and it's at a plus five bonus because what you are looking for is under the floorboards because you've deciphered that clue. Cool. It's just a question of which floorboards and where this is contrasted is and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here we go. Uh... 34. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you found it. Okay. I am a So you rush towards Trajan Croft's statue. You look at it for a brief moment. You see no drag much. And okay, so it's not by the statue. It's not under the statue. And it wouldn't be a trap door that flips up into the statue or anything. And trap doors are no good because they leave hinges and signs. What it'll be is floorboards that you can just pick out that are completely replaceable. So what you're looking for are the ones... Where the nails are, yeah, you've seen this trick before. The nails don't go all the way down. The floorboards are not nailed down. They're loose. They're on something, but they're just effectively nailed into a loose putty-like substance. So the nails are a little duller, a little sharp. It's those four over there. Like you just yank them out willy nilly, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. you need to conceal this subtly. Um, and in there, there is a bag, a. Single leather sack, not massively large, about the size of this dice box, and that is the only thing in there. Cool. I pick it up, I shove it in my bag. I will look at it later. Smart plan. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's me. I find a thing. Yay! And it is Flora, who is very strong. Yeah, I'm gonna go get buckets from the supply room and put out some fire. Roll a strength check, then. Actually, I I have probably done the same thing. I'm skipping my turn. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yep. that's okay. So, Lucy, yeah. you're playing Bucket Brigade as well? Yeah. Strength? Uh, buckets are heavy! Splash! Are heavy. Splash! <laughs> 15. Oh, it's okay, at least you're pretty. So, oops. I can't. Are we all rolling? Flora Silvergar and we're all playing Bucket Brigade? Yeah. 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 That's what we'll go at the same time. So that's yes. 16. 16. Splash. 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 27. Uh, more successful splash. 30. More successful splash. Alright. At this point you may extinguish three of them. So one in the bucket room. Yep. Seems logical. A one near the exit point. And then, well, locker room or... That one? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that one. Give, give some space. Right. Uh, I'll get one more check from 
Flora, who's the only person still standing in fire. And Yes. Uh, yep. So at this point, with the four of you going at it, because it's only going one square this time, um, I'm happy to say that you spend another two rounds or so doing this and extinguish the fire. Yeah. The Clash of Steel looks like somebody's blasted the inside of it with a flamethrower, but it's still structurally more or less intact. Yeah, that can be repaired. And um, Jack will um, come round and smile at you all. Thank you. Thank you for saving it. Did you find it? Yeah, I got this thing. I don't know. There might be some other stuff. It's really light. Like, there's nothing in it. I'll I'll have a look at what this is, and then we can have a poke around. Now that the building's not going to burn down, we've got a little bit of time. And Do you want to do a quick check and make sure there's no more assassins around? There is no more evil in here. (laughs) And about a round or two after that, you hear someone hammering at the door and shouting, is everything all right in there? Um, So... I'm thinking I might just go up to the door. And yeah, you, you've yeah. been here before. Yeah. Yeah, you go up to the door, you open it, they, they go, oh my god, there's been a fire. Okay, got out of the control? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was um, a little bit of an um, alchemical experiment that got out of control. We've got it back under control. <laughs> See, no lying. <laughs> How many to make a bluff check, which I suck at. <laughs> Alright. And then I'm going to look in the bag. What's in the bag? But first, great job putting out the fire, (laughs) guys. I'm so proud of you. You pull the bag open. You stare into the void of an interdimensional bag of holding. Oh, he's got a bag of holding. There could be lots in this bag. (laughs) There is nothing obviously in it. When you open it up, there is conspicuously nothing but this this hole inside. (laughs) Oh, it's a bag of holding. Nice. I've heard about those. All right, so Jack Jack is a student at a magic school. Jack thinks about uh, wanting the contents of this bag. Yep, yep. And like, you, everything. You, you know how this works, basically. You reach into it and go, hat, and out comes the hat. Or the other option, because you don't know what's in it, is you flip it upside down and go everything and shake a bunch of junk out on the yep. floor. So I turn it upside down and go everything. Hopefully there's no bodies in here. Oh. <laughs> and I was in a bag of holding in Jade Richard. A bundle of things <laughs> fall out dramatically. Uh, I can tell you what they are now, or I can leave it for next week because we're getting um, a little past time, yeah. depending on what I you desire. Yeah, spoilers! Spoilers! Okay, <laughs> you empty this bag out onto the floor. Get the treasure. I, I, I don't know if this is exactly you want to treasure, keep it but it's, yeah, good idea. It's stuff. Uh, the bag is obviously magical. Bag stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, can everyone give me a? Intelligence check. Ooh. Nice. 30. 29. 18. Cool. 24. 17. Jack's, Jack's got this, so I'll, I'll give it to her because she's the one likeliest to pick it up. Um, and everybody, um, if anyone's running into tech magic over this stuff, I will tell you what else is in here. Cool. I love magic. magic. Yeah. Okay. Um, I make her do it because she's a yeah. sorcerer and can do so, it as many times as she wants. The bag, unsurprisingly, is magical. Yeah, because it's, yes, it's a bag of holding of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. You're shocked, I'm sure. Uh, what also falls out is a magical cloak. Ooh. A magical suit of leather armor. A magical pair of boots. Ooh. Hey, maybe there's our boots that I'll be And a magical pair of gloves. Cool. A magical rapier. I feel like we just got a loot box on the game. <laughs> <laughs> a magical hand crossbow. 
This has been Carlo's personal stuff. Or it could potentially be... um... I'm getting there. So all these things fall out on the floor. Jack, a couple of things immediately stick out at you. Uh, For one thing, one of the gloves looks stuffed. And when you pick it up, it's got some kind of clockwork hand in it that has you have no idea how this works looks like incredibly advanced stuff but it it obviously clips onto a hand and therefore becomes usable and movable it's actually engraved um, and it reads uh, payment for the favor owed Castruccio Irovetti king of Pytax and one thing is kind of Obvious about this stuff, it's all black. Oh. oh. There is no mask in here, but everything in here is black. And you look at it and you go, either I've seen these boots, cloak, and crossbow, uh, armor and crossbow before, or they're a real ringer for it. This looks like blackjack's gear. Ooh! Oh, well, so at the execution, I could have died. <laughs> well, in all fairness, we did know Blackjack was a badass. I totally but, buy his name. Come on. And you remember Zalara telling you that there was a hidden truth very close to your heart, one that might be exposed sooner than you might think. Yeah. Zalara, what was the last last thing you told Blackjack? I told um about the um about um. What was going on with Iliosa about the um the um what was going on with the doctor and all that kind of stuff? Okay. All right. So and he's been talking to Crisidia as Blackjack. Yeah. Yeah, although you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but us as players do. Oh my god! I Yikes. thought it was a gnome woman. <laughs> I feel so much better about throwing the equipment under the bus. Jack will not be Jack will stare at you. Seriously? Yeah, and you, when you pick these things up, among other things, you know they're magical because they resize into gnome-sized boots. But they're definitely not, you know, gnome woman-sized clothing. You know, some of them are too, some of them are too short or too tall or too fat or whatever to suit the various blackjacks people have seen. But that is what you find under here. But if he's Blackjack, why didn't he take his stuff with him? He took the mask. Yeah, but you know what's even more useful than a mask? A rapier! And masterwork armor! Yeah, but the mask can make him look like whatever people want to see. Yeah, but... I don't understand. We'll just have to keep looking around and see if we yeah. can find out more about what's going on. Yeah. I think he's past the mask on. And uh, the last thing you will find in there is... Uh, one more thing. Uh, can you add a small, strange, magical moonstone of some kind in there? Mm. Which I and, you know, I will let you guys identify all this stuff in that yeah. another yeah. day. Right. But for the moment, you look at this and you go, what? Hmm. Dum 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 dum. What? It's been colorful. Blackjack. Yeah. 
Well, it'd make more sense if he was Blackjack. Yeah. And, and I feel so much better about throwing the accomplice under that gigantic bus to Blackjack. The gear might not be terribly damning in and of itself because black is a pretty popular colour. And it's distinctly missing the very signature mask and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's the hand. Yeah. Why does he have a clockwork hand that works? Yeah. And well, if so, why it's... hasn't he been using it? But I think yeah. the because he's got one hand is the uh, principal reason we didn't think he was Blackjack. Mm. So. Oh, also, uh, I'm going to back up slightly on that. I haven't quite given that to you properly. Uh, there are... What you recognise specifically, Jack, is this rapier and this hand crossbow are the ones you have seen Black Jack wielding. Yeah. The stuff, the cloak and boots and gloves are all kind of black and kind of generic. And them you're less sure about. There are there are a few details wrong in them. Like it's Ben Carlo has Blackjack's rapier, he has Blackjack's hand crossbow, and he has gloves with a clockwork hand in it. But he doesn't seem to have Blackjack's mask or boots or glove or um gloves or cloak. So that's he has magical black stuff, but black is covered. Yeah, yeah. It is weird. Yeah. You, you cannot at present account for it. Okay, we'll just have to keep looking for the evidence. What so mysteries? Why within the old corners? Dun, dun, dun. So he may not be Blackjack, he may just no. be Zinkalo or Zinkalo. Conspiracy Zinkalo. theory. He may yeah. have been a past Blackjack. Yes. Oh. Thinking! Yeah, that has a ring to it. <laughs> if he handed Blackjack on. Then he would know for that. Why don't he have the exact Well, the thing is, um. Because if Blackjack is. Well, what if Blackjack is hiding out of the Clash of Steel? Yeah. Well, then Blackjack should have done <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I think the, the assumption is that Blackjack isn't, isn't literally here right now, yeah. sitting in the corner going, ha ha, I'll get these fuckers to sort it out. <laughs> oh, more cards. Although, actually, given your interaction with Blackjack, it's very possible, hmm, if they come here to fight the Red Mantis, or kill me. I'd better just watch and see. <laughs> they, bought, they bought Lucio, Rog, so it's pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they're trying to kill me. Sorry to unreveal my reveal. I have my notes in several different places. But no, that's fine. You, you got the gist, I'm sure. Yeah. Still slightly perplexed, but yep. I mean, yeah. it sounds like I'm supposed to be perplexed. Slightly perplexed is, it's like it's a mystery game. Yeah. Uh, and Zalara explicitly told you secrets within secrets, wheels within wheels. Well, yeah. she told someone that. Oh, yeah. God. You realise he could have been training you up to become another blackjack. I want to be blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> you might... <laughs> I really don't want to be Blackjack. I want there to be a Blackjack. That means it can still be Griff. <laughs> no. Why don't, why don't you want to be Blackjack? It's too much responsibility. Fair enough. I mean, it, 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 and, and, and I also, um, you know, I don't agree with Blackjack's um, position on Iliosa, but I don't want to change yeah, it by just like, becoming Blackjack and saying it's yeah, all cool for people, she's fine. I don't want to confuse people that way. And I don't want to keep up the Elios. I don't want to be going around saying she's the devil just because that's what Blackjack would say. Well, that's not Blackjack's job. I'm not saying I want to be Blackjack if there's no alternative. It's like, um, what it's like is it's like, um, it's like my Wookiee character from Star Wars. Mm. She, she became a Jedi. She didn't want to be a Jedi. 
but the thing was it was um it was the um pre-rebellion era and there were basically no Jedi left. We found one Jedi, as far as we knew, the only Jedi in the world. And the she offered, last Jedi. Yeah, and we, she offered to teach us her secrets. At that point, it's like, I want there to be Jedi. And at this point, I, I kind of have to contribute to that, because they're an endangered species. <laughs> I can't just let that be someone else's job. If there's no alternative to be the Jack, then I'll be Black Jack. I would prefer to be there just be one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's other... This is the new blackjack. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, it, it, just to be clear, if the alternative is no blackjack or blackjack, if you were a grip, I'll be blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything but grip. Anything but yeah. You, you need to read. Well, anything. I don't want it to be. I'm, I'm glad yeah, it's I'm not. Re- I was quickly like reading the line and I was like, it's not very fantastic. Hey, you'd never know. Griff may be pulling a pop on you. In which case, it's the most convincing pop act since Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, but if that's every single thing you've ever seen about their personality, it's like the Veronica Mars thing. One of the characters on there is just super virtuous right up until he turns out to be evil, and it's like it contradicts everything they've shown you about his personality. And it's like that is just kind of so. There are no hints or anything. It's just a complete heel turn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jack has exposed the truth of who Blackjack was, Alicate. Who is Blackjack this day? What Jack knows of the past will make the future clear to her. Yeah, my money's on he's a past Blackjack. That's a song theory. I want to know what, did, what favor he did for frickin' the Clockwork King. Yeah, that is troubling. Yeah, it's certainly not inscribed on his hand. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, Castruccio Eravetti is a man who wants many things. True. And some of them are actually good for the world. Yeah, yeah, he's Like not... the destroying of an artifact from the outer dark. Yeah. He's not necessarily a bad guy. He just has I mean, no morals. Well, you know, technically he is, in fact, a bad guy, but he's not a bad kid. Okay, so... Who is Blackjack, and what further secrets lie in the mysteries of old Corvosa? Will our team of burning red-hot detectives solve anything else next session? <laughs> dum dum dum. dum. dum.